So Demi Lovato pilot is going to be about a group of gals that are having food issues. Because you know people who have eating disorders, they all crew up. And they fucking yeah, they, is that is that a, is that a real thing? Is that a narrative? Does that actually happen? My, my sense is if you got an eating disorder, like you're pretty isolated. Like there's certain like personally, I think interpersonal connections are tough. You know. All right, save some for the show. Save some Excuse for me? the show. <laughs> but I, but I hope that they that people are aware enough to do that though. You know what I mean? Save like, some you know for I mean? the show, Crow. I'm just going over the topics. Yeah. I, hey man, I, I, I'm getting primed, man. And then we have Prince Philip plans and timings. That's a big TV thing. Is this Prince William? Is this Prince Philip funeral? Oh yeah, was it? Wasn't that today? God. It was today. And then I'm debuting the TV ratings league. I have three divisions, Ooh. all Ooh. based on their ratings. I have the pr the Premier League, the Championship, and League One. <laughs> 29 seconds and we're starting the show. Excellent. I, I like those themes. I like those ideas. There's a little something there. And then, of course, we have This Week in TV History. I love this song. I, I, you know, it works. <laughs> and then we're going to flip around. We have a debut of a Hallmark movie at 8, so we can probably t get into that. It's Valentine's season, baby. But yeah, here we go. Welcome to the show. Yeah, yeah absolutely. From Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December seventh, night. And a question, a psychopath. I love you so badly. I got me. We're here. That was a seamless one. I'm not going to have to edit any music into that one. Welcome to the show. I am Keith Pazel. This is my podcast. And I'm here with Adam Crocious, as always. Hello, everyone. I've I hope you're doing well. Stomach's full of barbecue. I know. I feel good. That, I, thank you. That was a good... I appreciate that, because I was... Uh, I knew I was driving. You know, I had to make it back here, but I had to eat. And when I have yeah, a full stomach... Yeah, you were stomach? stuck in that San Pedro traffic. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the one Crocious was in Long Beach, the port of Long Beach, where famously Tony Scott killed himself. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he jump off one of those One of the of bridges right there off the docks. Well, if you look at those bridges down there, I mean, they're an impressive feat of architecture. When you look at them, they've got this... Re I don't know. They feel like a... 
I don't know, very daunting. They're very dramatic, if that makes well, sense. Well, that's why he chose you know, it. Exactly. He, he had to be a fucking exactly. a theater kid I'm about it. I'm going to die this way. Like, whoa. I mean, really, why, why do you got to put that accent on it? You know, just kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. Just take pills like a teenage girl. You know, ex- <laughs> exactly. You know, but so. welcome in, everybody. Of course, if you know the show, you know the show. But if you don't, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the world and ourselves through what is on television. And then I also have some things lined up here. I found a quote that I wonder if you remember because this is early 90s george bush i thought it'd be fun to start with a quote about television how gay is that uh no you know also keithpazel.com for the show subscribe to the youtube channel that's really just a metric count for me i want you to watch through keithpazel.com but also subscribe to the channel just so i know how many people are watching how many views shit gets it's really just an analytic thing for me exactly um and then we got the pay-per-view donation button if you want to throw any money to the show click on the pay-per-view up on keithpazel.com it's like the collection played at church but we won't molest children it's really <laughs> how i'm selling this collection spirit, play. The, the entrepreneurial spirit is alive and well in keith Basel. dude you know what i'm gonna you run know? i'm gonna pay 400 dollars. i'm saving for it to run an ad a google ad and it's gonna say this is an ad for keith pazel's website he wrote this ad himself that is all it's gonna say <laughs> You know, there you go. Maybe it works. Minimal. You know? I've you run know? it by a couple people with other stuff on it. Yeah. I had that as the opening thing. And then I had like, it's your favorite show. You just don't know it yet. We yeah. watch TV and whatever yeah, the fuck yeah, flower. Yeah. Just you got to describe the show. And I showed it to Webb and he goes, dude, honestly, if I was flicking through Google and I saw just this is Keith Pazel's an ad for Keith Pazel's website. He wrote this ad himself. Like <laughs> he goes, I would think that was hilarious and totally click on it. See, you, you're going you're gonna to know your audience. You're going to find a certain sense of humor. James Webb's sense of humor is the barometer of the uh, future success of the podcast. But yeah, I tell you what, I have to give you, you know, listen. I want to say thank you, okay? Because I know you busted your ass this week editing last week's show. Oh, dude, yeah. Because of uh, because and of someone, Roadhouse. Uh, one of the listeners was like, "I think it'd be interesting to tell people about the battles you go through." <laughs> I think that would be a little. Uh, maybe I hype it up a little too much when I say battle. I'm not actually yeah. communicating with people. It's just me <laughs> uploading the video, which takes two hours because we have a not shitty quality video. Yeah. Like it's yeah, it's ten to fifteen gigabytes per video wow. that, and that takes two hours to upload to YouTube. <laughs> so then YouTube will flag it for copyright and it tells you they're nice. They tell yeah. you what, what the range is. If it's the whole, sometimes it's the whole second half and then we got a problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and in that case you have to like dispute it, but they freak you out because they tell you if you're disputing this, you have to make sure you own the copyright. And if you don't own the copyright, we could kill your channel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're like, yeah. make sure before you dispute this claim. Yeah. That you actually have some rights to the thing that you're stealing. And you're on solid ground. And I don't. Yeah. Well, of course. I yeah, don't. That, 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 we're, yeah, yeah. we're fair use a hundred percent. And sometimes we even fucking tiptoe the line on that with we play licensed music. It's a lot of the times it's licensed music. Yeah. But then you got to even if it's a 10 minute clip, I got to YouTube could trim it for you. You could just hit trim section. Yeah. But that takes like nine hours because they have to process the video for you. And I feel like they do a long thing to piss you off because they want you to just delete the video. Yeah. Yeah. They want you to get frustrated that it's taking so long. So you're just like, fuck it. I'll just delete. Yeah. The video. Yeah. Yeah. So usually I'll just go back into Premiere Pro. I'll edit out the little seven minute chunk. But then it's another two hour upload. 
Like you have to <laughs> keep doing your, this. Your calculus is over hilarious, dude. And over I mean, dude, you're an economist at heart. You're an economist at heart. So know? I, I, you're right because that's why they're doing it. They want to delay it to make you stop doing it. All yeah, tolls. Yeah. They're not stopping me. Yeah, I found out about public, to, I found though, out about know? public domain this this week, baby. Dude, that's what this. we're look at this. You're like getting so a law degree. Public domain is if you show any copyrighted material with commercials associated with it, it's public domain because the commercials paid for the broadcast. So it's already paid for that specific broadcast. Like if yeah. I showed a video of a Superman two that you taped off of ABC fucking Monday morning movies one day. Yeah or like yeah. how WGN if I showed that they couldn't get me because in 1990 they paid for that broadcast yeah so I think it's more amazing that AI technology has the ability to go like that's a broadcast from USA in 1991 yeah. you don't own that yeah 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 I'm sure there's some signature right so ladies and gentlemen you're going to be of. seeing a lot of commercial broadcasts that basically means that I've banned streaming services from the show they're just too much of a problem. Okay. Okay. So, but I found a gold mine. We're going to get into that later. I found VHS rips of this dude who just, there's this guy in South Dakota. There's some dude, he had tapes from Orlando. It's basically this dude who has boxes of VHS tapes that he's digitized and put yeah. on the internet archive website. Yeah. And it's like the first four hours of fucking MTV, <laughs> all of Live Aid, like the tell, not just the DVD, like the cleaned up DVD, like this yeah. motherfucker put in a tape when Live Aid aired and hit yeah. record yep. and just left his house. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So it's, it's fucking awesome. Uh, isn't that how it's still done? <laughs> that, that's how well, no, I now no, they would. Know, they have a version not. that they show on TV and then you buy the DVD and it's like 47 different camera angles that you didn't see and it's cleaned up and it's, it's more just like a concert that you're viewing instead of a television broadcast. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I remember Live Aid. Live Aid was a big thing, man. July 13th Phil Collins flew from fucking Europe to from London to Philly yeah because they know. did two it was all over the world right uh, oh absolutely so he performed in London and then he flew to like helicoptered into Philly like Mario Andretti trying to fucking race the the well, Indy 500 he took he took the uh the Concord I'm gonna channel he surf while Concord. we talk ladies and gentlemen welcome to the show by the way he took the Concord across the Atlantic and and, and that's very like uh god that that's such a uh God, such an 80s thing. The whole, I mean, see, I don't think of Hands Across America. I think of Live Aid when I think of events yeah. of, the, of the 80s, you but, know, of that. But, and and like trying to raise awareness to to hunger, you know, and it was a very. Phil, a, whatever the fuck from, uh, what? oh, Bob Geldof. Bob Geldof from the Boomtown Rats. Bob Geldof, because nobody likes Mondays and homelessness. Exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah. those are my battles with YouTube. It's just time. The last episode. I started uploading it at two in the morning, Saturday yeah. night, which is really Sunday morning. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, what the, usually what I do is I upload it. I upload the audio one first. Cause that takes 20 minutes. Yeah. And then I save that and I get everything queued up because YouTube takes the longest. So I upload the audio version. I get the website ready. I format the website. I do everything wow. by myself, wow. by the way. Wow. Yeah. Hey, uh, listen, man, you're learning a skill. This is a marketable everything, skill. Regardless of youth, if you think this is shoddy, just know that I do everything myself. <laughs> and that's why I started this saying, thank you. Thank you so, for that work. You deserve credit so for So I edit you know? it and then I upload it and I, I get everything ready to fucking go. So when I hit publish on YouTube, I can just 
it's ready to go everywhere else. Wow. Okay. Okay. So you, yeah, you're so usually back by three thirty four in the morning, I go to bed because then everything's like the website's ready to go, the yeah. audio one's ready to go because you can schedule the uploads. Yeah. So I'll look. I'll be like, okay, YouTube says this will be ready in two hours and nineteen minutes. So yeah. I schedule everything to go off in two and a half hours. Yeah. To give it time to breathe. Yeah. And then I go to bed. But what I've noticed I've had you to do process. is I've kind of had to keep one eye open because YouTube will email you the second a copyright strike hits, they'll send you an email. Mm. So what I what I would find is I would wake up at like 10 in the morning and I'd have this copyright email and I would just be like, fuck, if I just would have stayed up a little bit longer. Well, yeah. And I could have gotten this on this. So there was a, a whole morning of that. I would sleep for two hours. I'd wake up. There'd be a copyright strike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly. then, but then by the time it gets to eight thirty in the morning, you're just like, well, I'm up now. Like I'm just. Oh gonna, yeah, yeah. You just. I'm just gonna now. get up. I'm gonna put a bowl of cereal up, and then I'm gonna yeah. re-edit this fucking podcast. Yep. So I think I got it up finally by five p.m. It took me fourteen hours to Jeez. upload the last show. Well, you know, and again, that was because of the copyright. Was that basically because the Roadhouse is copywritten hard? It yeah. was mostly because of the nude nudies. <laughs> the blurring didn't help. Yeah, they <laughs> and, yeah, they and, showed, the, like, and they made me cut out the whole scene you you begged me to go to where he talks down everybody. That got cut out because it was too much audio. It's so fucking good. Fair though. use is only good up to like 30 seconds of audio. Wow. And then you have to criticize it after. Because I know YouTube channels that'll play fucking Derek and the Dominoes records. Like there's there's a whole YouTube channel of black people reacting to white music. Really? It's I watched this two black people <laughs> listen to Layla the other day and they were pumped because they had heard it before but didn't know it was Eric Clapton. Oh, really? And the dude fucking didn't know they were saying Layla. He goes, I thought they were saying rise up. He goes, I thought this was a black guy singing about really? like singing about like civil rights. Wow. He goes, I thought they were going rise up. <laughs> he was like, you got me on your knee. Really? That's yeah. amazing. And how? And again, this this station. But they were was, grooving to it. They were yeah. like, they, they were like starting it over. They were like, this fucking slaps. They were like, this is the shit. Good for them, man. That's a good <laughs> thing to hear. That that gives me like a good feeling. You know yeah. what I mean? It does. You know, just like the recognition that there is. But I love them music. as they keep hearing it. They're just like, yeah, I know this song. <laughs> yeah, I know this. When they hear that, they're just like, oh yeah. <laughs> but they were like, I remember I good know- fellas. I remember good. Yeah, but they were like, if you would have told me, like, oh, you've you know Layla, they'd be like, I don't know what the fuck that song is yeah exactly because i when i was younger that was a lot of beatles songs for me is like people would be like you know this song and i would just be like no i don't and then i'd hear it and i'd be like oh yeah i've heard this song yeah i just didn't know it was the beatles yeah absolutely i used to pride myself and i had to memorize all the names you know when i used to actually care about music when i knew how to purchase music (laughs) when i knew how to how they parsed it out it is a changed dramatically 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 dramatic anyway though here's this quote that our our first lord and president george bush so this again is a segment you're thinking what's it called not even a segment i just want to start something with a little i want to find a quote about television okay something that someone set up because i get interested and i'm basically of the era of when people were like that tv's rotting your brain yeah yeah like that those were my parents oh oh, i I very much heard that too you know that's why i didn't own a television and here's many years i don't know i think i don't necessarily know what year this is but uh we cannot blame the schools alone for the dismissal for the dismal decline in SAT verbal scores. When our kids come home from school, do they pick up a book or do they sit glued to the tube watching music videos? Yeah. Parents don't don't make the mistake of thinking your kids only learns between 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. 
So he was saying like none of this Nickelodeon MTV yeah, trash. That, so, and what year was that? I don't know. It was just a quote. I'm God, sure. that, that that's a very. Uh, I tried to find video of him saying it, but I can't. I I found like a website that has that also has the quote on it. That's that. that let's quote, see when. Let's see when. Let's try and figure this out. Let's see when SAT scores declined. Well, I mean, well, I don't know if it, yeah, you're basing that in a, if it's even factually accurate. I can tell you with uh, with that quote, that is the beginning uh, of the conservatives trying to weigh in on like the cultural debate. There's a cultural debate undertone in that, you know, in that assessment, you know, and and it's old school, and there's a certain truth in it. Autumn 1991 in yeah. the National Affairs. What's really behind the SAT score decline? And who, and who wrote that? Charles Murray and R.J. Hernstein. Uh, Charles Murray, the man who wrote The Bell Curve, which is a completely racist book of the mid-90s. You ever heard of The Bell Curve? Yes. Th- th- that's th- like, that's where, like, isn't that some, I'm trying, John Stewart talked about that, where, like, the, the exceptional people will rise to, isn't that basically the cream rises to the top theory? Well, no, the, well, the, the Bell Curve, basically what he was saying with the book, if I recall it correctly, it's been a long time. Let me time. look it up. Let's yeah, talk let's shit, and up. then we'll look it up. Let's look it up, because I believe it, it basically was saying, you We're know, really by, testing by, the limits of how long I could have sports on here, too. They're basically, it was basically making the theory that. Go to KCAL News, KCAL 9 News at 8. But uh, but believe you know, but but what what he was uh, what he was trying to say and and trying to prove in the book or whatever was that basically, you know, at a certain age you just don't learn anymore if you're a person of color. It's like oh, by seventeen or eighteen, you know, it's basically. But a bell curve itself is something different. Like the like, didn't he use a bell curve to to try to to illustrate it? Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Because here it says a bell curve is a graph depicting the normal distribution, which has a shape reminiscent of a bell. Its standard deviation depicts the bell curve's relative width around the mean. Bell curves are used commonly in statistics, including Absolutely. analyzing economic and financial data. Absolutely. Bell curves are used a lot, you know. But I, I want to know uh, yeah, more about the book. I mean, that's literally all I really recall of it. This is a it National Affairs uproar. article. Um, it seems like a it's a PDF you could download. Mm, mm. I mean, let me do it just to well, fucking... The, uh, I'm just wondering about the uh, the Wikipedia for uh, for the bell curve. Oh, we can but get Charles that. Murray wrote that too, so he wrote that book also. That's why, again, the way that quote to me was just... There, there was this cultural undertone in it that was very of that era. The great SAT decline. He has from 63 to 91. So in 63, the national mean was 500 yeah for math and 475 for verbal and in 91 it was 425 for verbal and four seven. so the math didn't go down that much it was the verbal that people yeah. are freaking out about because they're all speaking beat boppy yeah yeah exactly black guys what up, language not, you got richard yeah. belzer out there <laughs> fucking ain't that right jack corrupting people teaching them how to walk like the blacks <laughs> but no it is uh i tell you what i i relate that to uh to, you know, to I don't know. I don't, I don't have out, a good not racism. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bell curve. I want to hear more with what 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 they say. In but the we're bell not curve. cucks here at the show, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah. Faggot. We're back to the show. Can we Wikipedia? No, <laughs> can we Wikipedia the bell curve by Charles? Yes, Murray? I yes, want to hear what that. Their I'll encapsulation that. of it, because that was a big. Book. Do you feel comfortable channel surfing while I do this? Sure, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, this yeah. is so exciting for me. Okay, so just yeah, what the
Yeah, we so have. you hit that center button twice to pull up the menu. And then yeah, just yeah, exactly. We got fresh batteries there. I'm not even editing this out. This is natural and good. Okay. What's happening right now? This is like podcast sex. God, I will say the, the newscasters here are, they're, uh, yeah, they're pretty. Yeah. I want <laughs> I mean, you to learn in, the in remote In kind of a anyway. cheapish way, you know, but they, you know. I mean, it's LA. They don't hire uggos. You got Jasmine Veal out there who kind of looks like a Russian doll, but like the like the biggest Russian doll, not they the don't one that's look inside. Like uggos, aka Carol Moran. <laughs> Remember, yeah, who who are the newscasters in Chicago? Well, Jerry Taft just died. Weatherman Jerry Taft died. You know? Oh no shit! It'll be a big deal when once his when when Tom Skilling dies. It'll be a big deal. That get down right, here's the Chicago Times, baby. I'm talking. Yeah, La Rosa. I got some Spanish channels up there for the soccer. Guardians of the Ga- I I saw Justice League. I finally finished watching. Yeah, it's Justice a long League. one. Jeez. See, but do you get what I'm saying? That the that that backstory served a purpose. Like that was because yes, here's what when Justice League yes, came it out. Serves a purpose. Well, no, to get let more me tell of your you. Money. Let me also tell you why it annoyed people. Because when Justice League was coming out, they announced the next five years of DC movies, and everybody was like. Why are you doing this? Like yeah. you what you haven't even released one movie yet and you're already yeah. saying here's our cinematic universe. But what he was going to do was he was like I'm going to have this long group movie and it's going to yeah. set like don't worry, I'm going to set all that up in this movie. Yeah. But yeah. Warner Brothers mangled the fucking project and wanted to cut everything out and make it under 2 hours and he was like, "Well, that you're taking out all the setup to the movies we just announced." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're you're ruining your plan. <laughs> It's also four hours, man. I'm like, come on. It's long. I can't do anything for four hours. I watched I watched it in thirty in eight Jesus thirty minute segments. Christ, the name yeah. of this book. It, yeah. it was so it was written by both of those guys who wrote yeah. this article yeah. about the SAT scores. Absolutely. So the bell curve, an intelligence and class structure in American life. Um the book, which remains high, especially with the where the authors discuss purported connections between race and intelligence and suggest policy implications based on these purported connections. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let me get a uh, uh, here we go <sighs> in which authors argue that human intelligence is substantially influenced by both inherited and environmental factors uh, and that it is a better projector of personal outcomes and including. So they're basically saying if you grew up in the hood, there's no way you could become successful. Yeah. yeah and it's just, just because of the you you're not offered the same opportunities. And even if that's true, fix it then. Why? Well, no, don't it, just it, be like, this is why black people don't go to college. Then it's say. Yeah. this is the problem here's how you fix here's it. your solution yeah because i could yeah, even no. semi buy that like yeah if someone's in a fucked up environment they're probably not going to thrive yeah i actually yeah. think the opposite but yeah <laughs> but yeah but i can get how someone could think that and even argue it but yeah. then just to be like and that's it i got well, I, I got i got I nothing else to say i know it's like <laughs> again the whole plan they have to rip things down okay what is your replacement what is your solution no it's just getting rid of it that that is their and it's i'm sorry that's just wrong you're giving up you're giving up you're they not also go, to argue the, go back to the uh, the chalkboard and let's work on this that again, those you know? with high intelligence the cognitive elite are becoming separated from those of average and below average intelligence and that this separation is a source of social division within the United States. It's making an argument for being superior to other human beings. 
It's making an argument for that. You're just you're more intelligent. The book was yeah. and remains highly controversial. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it was really the racial thing. That was a hot book in like in '94. When did that come out? I want to say 1994. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dude, people wrote entire argument papers arguing this book. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, that was their attempt to throw the their hat in the ring of like, ooh, right wing policy. You're Chomsky chomped asshole. it up. Noam chomped it up. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know. But yeah, I watched uh, Justice League. I watched it in eight 30 minute increments i cannot sit down it was like watching a sitcom well that's originally how it was watching you know that's actually originally how it was supposed to be released is like this we're gonna do it in four hour chunks it was like reading the godfather it was like novellas you know (laughs) by the way can you explain something to me you explain something to me and i got a feeling you're gonna know what i'm talking about i'm not gonna totally shit on it because you know i don't like comic book movies you know I, i detest them obviously yeah but there are some moments in this movie that i thought were decent drama you know like i think there's like when they sang serenaded aquaman when he swam away <laughs> <laughs> they sniffed his fucking clothes the whole, and shit. the whole zach snyder wrap up zach snyder like, loves God. loves putting classic music to like high action scenes like when the flash is saving his girlfriend and he's playing fucking hallelujah <laughs> that's a snyder trait like at the beginning of Watchmen, he plays fucking like a rolling stone and you see everybody's origin. He does love a good origin, too. Yeah, it's, oh, my God. It's just, there's so much fucking, the backstory of it. I'm like, just cut to the chase. What I thought was good about it, what I thought, I did like the whole thing where they were, like, like when Superman comes back and he's, like, confused Superman, I actually thought that was kind of a good scene, you know? But then it's like, Lois Lane, love, helped get him right on the, on the right path when he fell in love. You know, that's what a woman can do for you confused man <laughs> she can help you out you know they also had some ham-handed like sort of sexism messages you uh, know want to remember philip here real quick Oil was yeah, laid to rest yes, today absolutely. at Windsor this Castle. is important Ian i care about this no but we did yeah morning and healing for the royal family oh healing oh are they he gonna, was like a hundred he was 99 are they gonna put this into the prince harry thing they're gonna link it up Britain's together armed forces said goodbye to one of their own Prince Philip Maybe planned Harry every knew. detail of his funeral. Oh, they walked behind. That's the big deal. Harry and Harry and William well, walked for that, behind. You know? Well, no, they're not. They're they're in a row. We're yeah. in a row right now. Yeah, he's racist and bold. Yeah, and I'm shagging a, a fine, <laughs> thick black woman. She's thick. Yeah, <laughs> thick with an. So F. who's there? Is that Clinton and Harry. shit? There's been tension between the brothers since Harry and Meghan's bombshell interview with Oprah, but which we covered. On this show, by the way, KeithPazel.com. Yeah. Go yeah. back. The episode is called Disband the Royal Family. <laughs> oh, and we sing Music Anglican Church. We're so white. God, white church is boring. They need to fucking make all this shit a museum. <laughs> <laughs> Go live in London, like with the real fucking. What's so bizarre that it's still held on to and like away from the area, out of respect. I'm an American Arsenal fan, <laughs> and I'm here in England. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, also, oh, camera. Went. Ta- I've gone to I've gone to England twice. I've been to England twice. Not a cheap country. The food is London. despicable. I want. I definitely um, want to build up. And mash I definitely good. want to bangers build up a nice little fan good. base there because I would like to eventually, when shit does <laughs> co- collapse here. I would like to take what family I have over to England. Again, who, you want to come it, to England with me and do a British version of this show? I'd one love day? to. I'd love to. Absolutely, I'd love to. I'm taking a- live Aston, there. Aston, me, you, Birmingham for life. 
It's uh, the Chicago of England. <laughs> it is Birmingham. A lot of people of color, big Muslim population. Yeah, yeah. Not a packies. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a racial slur. I'm sorry. Uh, of course, I know. Um, but with because <laughs> we're not cucks, by the way. Yeah, exactly. But but with the uh, with the Go uh, Bitcoin, it's Aston Villa. That's, that's your favorite team, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, because I think I told you I gave a ride to a guy who was a British dude from London. Uh, maybe three or four weeks ago, and he got in my 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 uh, car and immediately started to unload about how much like the like what L.A. culture is about and him being from London and everyone's so immature here. They make these dramas up over nothing. Well, yeah, because it England grinds you down. All their you houses know? are shaped the same way. They're all just a bunch <laughs> of brick fucking shoe boxes. But he has a point, we though. We all have our small little cat boxes. And, and he's just like, the way people put you down. Yeah, he just, it, it, he was really going off on L.A. and the L.A. work environment. And I thought he, he made some valid points, I thought. All you the know, warehouse was, space in England is owned by fucking aeon and shit well like that. also what he said also is the point of you got to work here because you got to have some money coming in here if you don't have money coming in here oh dude uh, i worked you, with you a cook at uh at tender greens and he he was a dishwasher and he goes dude i moved to him he said it in an aggressively broken english so yeah imagine that yeah he was like i came to america to because it's like fun he goes, but all you do here is work. Mm-hmm. All there is to do in America is work. And part of me wanted to be like, yeah, you saw like rich people shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're not rich people shit. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, make so. 20 grand a year washing dishes. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to work all the time. Yeah. Speaking of the British, there's news out of New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, you like that? Little so, joke yeah, right yeah, there? Well, yeah. Yeah. But with, the, with Prince Philip, well, well, what's the conclusion? What's the. <laughs> uh, so check this out. We have Olga Ospina. She's <laughs> off. Look at those fingers, dude. Look at how huge Olga's hands are. And that is going to be across. Well, that makes her a good weather woman because she can like she point can the feel things it. And, like, she feels the weather and she, al- and she also can point like you can see like, oh, that long. So finger. this is the weekend weather girl. We're, we're uber fans of uh, Evelyn Taft in this house. Yeah. But yeah. Evelyn's off. She's in Joshua Tree tripping <laughs> on shrooms. I play this narrative that the main weather girl like is always off like smoking joints before she's off <laughs> i like because she's always running on like she'll start the weather and she'll like lose yeah, her train of thought i was with my kids so and like took them to podcast. school she'll yeah. do like three minutes before she touches the weather <laughs> like she at one point she'll be like oh they're in my ear telling me to hurry up so i just assume she's always firing off doobies before. wow wow that's bizarre you know what i mean and then you got uh so she usually covers evelyn taft uh, and then you have uh, Susie. No, who's the who's the one that Amber. Amber Lee is the other main one. She's got a cute dog. Yeah, she's got a rich husband. Her house is dope. We saw it all during the pandemic. Yeah, you guys all exposed your life during the pandemic. Don't be mad at me. <laughs> the whole I saw all your I saw your white carpet. I saw <laughs> your fucking that doesn't have any indents on it because you don't allow shoes in your house. <laughs> that whole like. <laughs> that whole like, I saw your rooms. television subculture I saw your rooms you know? that clearly you're not that people aren't allowed to sit in and the pandemic made your unsit in rooms sit in rooms and you're not happy about it yeah Jesus Christ this room yeah. was supposed to be a room that just collects dust <laughs> and we were supposed to pay a Mexican lady to clean that dust and then when people sat in here we're gonna yell at them 
Well, that was a point with, with that guy who got my, with my lift again. He was also saying, he says, part of the reason why people are so stressed out, he's like, there's genuine fear that you're going to be homeless. Like there's just genuine fear of that. So you have to always be working to constantly bring money in. I had this other guy in my lift tell me he, he had health insurance, but he had, he had to go to the emergency room for uh, ICU for 10 days and then 10 more days of rehab, 20 days in the hospital. It was $664,000. Jesus $664,000. Now he had insurance. He said, he doesn't have insurance. His life's ruined. It's over. So feature Look at those black you know? country people now. Like a lot of black country artists now. It's jarring. Performers will appear. Hey, man, they're, they're woke too, man. <laughs> country music's opening up. My favorite thing about country, by the way, I don't know if you guys noticed, we're doing the news and we have the news on. How great yeah, is that? That's it. Great. Uh, yeah. I, it weirds me out when you hear the country artists talk and they're like, oh my God, this is so. <laughs> but then you hear them sing and they're like, <laughs> like, you don't sound like that. Uh, yeah, they were literally, well, they were trained to be country singers, you know, and they're like, they're probably kids from like the valley, you know, just like show business kids. I like I Carrie to- Underwood. <laughs> She's my fave. Who's Tammy Wynette? <laughs> you know, Charlie Pride was the black country singer when I so was growing you, up. So we heard you like classic country, like the Judds. <laughs> you know, I've never heard of one the Judds song in my the whole Judd, life. Yeah, what did they do? They probably had a song. They like, were huge in the eighties and nineties. Nineties, they were big. What, dude? Ashley, Ashley Judd's John, the bastard, and she's like a Hollywood star. And she was beautiful like in the nineties. I remember thinking she's beautiful. You have Winona Judd, who lives on a fucking <laughs> on a pig farm now in fucking Kentucky, I Dillon, think, or Texas. Yeah, yeah. I just want to live in the country. That's the life for me. So there's going to be a Lord of the Rings show, Crocious. That's we were talking about. That it's going to cost four hundred and sixty-five million dollars for one season. It's going to be twenty episodes. Uh, they've already re- renewed it for a second season, and recently numerous developments in the series were revealed. Um, so, yeah, and they're saying it's going to cost a billion if they want to go five seasons. God. Because they have to match the tech. They wow. basically are saying they're. it's not even that the show does cost that much, but the movie was this groundbreaking financial thing. So they were like, and we have to top that. So regardless of what the story is, this has to cost a billion dollars. This is basically the first time where a studio is like saying, this is going to cost a billion dollars Yeah, because it's not going to be bad. Yeah. We are not going to do this wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the Yankees buying a championship. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. They're buying a hit. Yeah. Yeah. And they know what they're doing. Their formula is down. They understand the marketing. They know how to do it all. Obviously. This is all from screenrant.com. I'm going to put all the links to this shit in the fucking YouTube video, by the way. That, that, totally that. transparent here at the podcast. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that We're not is, making any of this shit up. That is that is crazy about. Uh, I'm excited about uh, it. But though. I want to say, so does Peter Jackson have any any uh, creative side of this, or is he even like, like a? T- I mean, you know what I mean? Like, is he involved? Oh, he'll in be this executive producer. Yeah. So check this shit out. Per Reuters, Amazon has spent an estimated four sixty five for season one of Lord of the Rings, which is more than the combined budget of the film trilogy itself. I sounded like fucking the combined. Yeah. Reportedly, the Minister of Economic Development for Tourism, Stuart Nash, this is in New Zealand, this is a Kiwi, yeah. uh, declared that Amazon could be eligible for a government rebate. Mm. Bezos was like, what? Yeah, yeah. Government rebate? 
uh, as an estimated 116 million for filming in New Zealand. Speaking on collaborating with Amazon uh, as they produce one of the most expensive series of all time, Nash stated it will enable a new wave of international tourism branding and promotion for this country. Wow. Uh, touting a hefty price tag of approximately one billion for the production of five seasons. Uh, that's smart of New Zealand because they filmed a lot of the stuff there. I know the whole the movies, scenes. yeah. And, and it's like that's smart. I mean, it's like, hey, that's something that's been a success for your country. So, I mean, you you are, you know, I- interesting. God, New Zealand. Yeah, they speak English there, man. They, you know, it's like it's what, yeah. What a what a bizarre slice also, of the world. Here's something we can laugh at. So, yeah. NBC ordered a show by Demi Lovato, who we all love. Yeah. Get it, girl. Slay whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um. She's got all sorts of rehab tattoos, which I'm a fan of. Yeah. Ribs, hands, fingers. Anytime you're getting tattoos on bones and shit. Yeah. You've been through some shit. Yeah. But the top sign, anything, anytime you have a series of like poetry. Yeah. Or like a series of scripture lines. Yeah. That is a total. I just got out of rehab tattoo. Like I need to look at that to center well, me. No, it's usually part of my commitment. it's whatever statement like in rehab. Like I read this fucking Shel Silverstein poem and it kept me on the edge oh, Jesus. the whole time. So I got, so I got, I got where the sidewalk ends tattooed on my ribs. I'm not saying I hate it. I'm just saying that is the mark to me. Like anytime I see that Charlotte yeah. Flair, the wrestler had it. Yeah. And yep. I was like, oh, oh re- she was in rehab. No, her yeah. brother died of a heroin overdose. And uh, that is a tattoo memorializing him. Okay. So okay. she got a rehab tattoo in honor of her drug addict brother. So, okay, that I can actually accept. Okay, that I can accept. Because I, again, the addiction thing is obviously huge. It's obviously a huge. It, it is a, it's phenomenal. a sickness. And we'll but, be right but, back but, but, with but the word is, from our sponsors. It, it is turned into... another thing of your personal brand like even that's getting marketed. yeah and i'm just like come on is anything kind of i don't know your own sort of sacred experience <clears throat> why does everyone else have to experience it too it is your addiction i get it if you yeah. have support and it helps you through who am i to judge but we're not here but to I, make, it annoys me we're not here to make fun of the rehab tattoos you we're know? here to make fun of this show that she just got but anyway that, that was interesting that quote you had about yeah about so demi lovato is set to return to television because she was on disney she was on a show called sunny with a chance she did a show called camp rock yeah uh so she's like an an old actress it actually jarred me when she started like singing where i was like i thought she was just a fucking did she get canceled or something recently she was on coke and then like she had eating disorder stuff and she got she married a dude and then she like he only engaged her to up his like youtube subscribers (laughs) so she had this big public breakup where she had to delete 87 fucking instagram photos God. So Demi Lovato is set to return wow, to television. Life. And hey, we're all, we all subscribe to it. Uh, so the show is entitled Hungry. Lovato, uh, who has struggled with it, uh, it's a single camera show that follows a group of friends with food issues, you know, because th- that exists. I know it's an issue. It's like, but you're marketing. But I that. just laughed at their. They, they that wear they, their neuroses. I just sleeve, laughed at like the idea. Of honor. And I've always criticized this with movies that they think people who are alike automatically crew up. Like, yeah. that's what you're fighting against. That's tribalism. Yeah. Like, it, there aren't the Asian kids don't hang out with the Asian kids. Yeah, yeah, hang, yeah There are the Asian kids. Yeah. Who like know that they're Asian and they probably have little inside jokes. Yeah. But each friend group has one or two of them in it. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not this one, but like, I always in these teen movies, they have like 
the gay clique, the yeah, Asian clique, the Mexican <laughs> clique. And you're just like, that is not how real life is. It is, but it isn't. It's yeah, not that yeah. planned and produced. <laughs> well, Everyone I, interacts with each other. You have to parse out the information. That's lazy script writing. That's why bullying exists. Because everyone interacts with each other at some point. Yeah. So you meet someone that you think looks like a fucking squirrel. Yeah. And then you tell them that. Like, yeah. the reason these problems exist is because everybody mingles with each other. Yeah. And they're not prepared to see fucking... <laughs> but it's what the same you? this. Like, I've never heard in my life, uh, outside of a group home with people suffering from eating disorders of like, <laughs> oh, I found out, like, maybe one, like, where you're like... Oh my God, you're you you're bulimic too. Let's hang out every day. <laughs> like to me, that's like maybe that happens. I know, I know exactly. I, I I wouldn't think I would think interpersonal relationships like that. And even if be, it is, that's you're not a, a hard time forming. And even that. if that happens, that's not a crew. Like I highly doubt yeah. two anorexic people go like, oh my God, like. And then they're like, let's find more of us and not solve anorexia, but like let's just become make friends. each other even more sick. Though let's I all think. share I, spoons. You know? Ugh. Oh, but I, it might I, be a good show. I'm not. I'm just saying. To me, that was immediately hilarious. I'm yeah. like a group of friends with eating issues. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's you your know, through but, line. But ultimately, that is a PC way of saying a group of fat people. <laughs> a group of a group of of tubbies. <laughs> Are they going to be whatever women of size? If you will, it'll I be mean, a mix. It'll probably be an eating disorder person. It'll God. be it'll be Demi Lovato, who is a thicker gal, but like a God. good thick, not a bad thick. But yes. people do think she's fat. Yeah. Um, which I don't agree with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Susan Martin. Ta I don't know any of these people. Scooter. Oh, oh, Scooter Braun is fucking uh, executive. It's producing just this. another thing. It's another like just. It, it is your. It's just a way. It's branding. So that's your, interesting. Though marketing your your. So Scooter Braun. Scooter Braun is the guy who like had Taylor Swift under this like Nazi like contract. And everyone hates him now. And it's yeah. interesting that they're letting him co-executive produce their show. Because Demi Lovato is, is... All the pop stars are hooked up with this guy. Scooter Braun. What do you think he's like, man? What ah. do you think his personality is like? I bet you he's a real scumbag. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who wants to manage teenagers is not... Yeah, it's sort, of <laughs> it's sort of a weird fetish, isn't it? It's an odd fetish, you know? I'm going to find a market to market young girls, 17, 18. They're sweet. They're innocent. But are they really? And I, <laughs> we're going to feed into your lecherous fantasy. You know, I don't know. It's a little bit odd. It's a little odd to me. Um, but again, the idea that somehow you have to market or like, again, you wear your neuroses on your sleeve like it's some sort of badge of honor. Like that's how you connect with someone like, oh, yeah, I'm ADHD. Oh, you don't say I've got an eating disorder. Yeah, well, I'm OCD. You try to one up each other with your issue. That would it's, be it's, hilarious. It's bizarre. I think Sarah Silverman had a joke like that, that you do that people use their. Janine Garofalo did that uh, when you're a kid, you use your problems like you're playing poker. Like, I yeah. see your daddy issues yeah, with yeah. a rape by an uncle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and one up, it's like, listen, everyone's life is terrible. And, and you know, the older I get, I I think I dodged some major bullets, man. I, I was pretty lucky. My life wasn't good, and I whined about it, which is pretty uncool. I don't think you're... But, uh, I think, well, you had the d divorce is never good, even if you're, like, super rich. It yeah. always oh, throws yeah. a little wrench in there. Yeah. But I just think you... I think your main issue was you realized that like my parents moved me from a thriving metropolis to the woods. Yeah. <laughs> and I am not happy about it. 
<laughs> yeah, that was a big Even thing. though your life was probably great in Wisconsin, you probably yeah. had a very nice house. Oh, yeah, mul- absolutely. Multiple levels. And yeah. How many of your friends had a second floor? Oh, we had a huge house. We had a huge house. 13-room home, four bedrooms. Jesus Christ. And, and it, was on a, it was on a half an acre lot. But I also had to, you know what it was with that place? is, And this is my, <laughs> maybe me being entitled to. But no, it wasn't. I went through the litany of work that I had to do on that house. I'm telling you, Keith, I did work, manual labor on that place for hours on end. I, I literally, I went through, when I was going through therapy one time, I went through all the different things. I mean, I shoveled gravel. I shoveled gravel. I painted the house. Yeah, with my mom and my father, putting 27 hours one weekend painting the house. I remember we had a wrought iron fence that surrounded the perimeter of that house. I had to go through with the steel metal brush, get all the filings off, do all that. It was a huge area. Then I had to prime it. Then I had to paint it. It was like a six-week project. It took me like weeks Mark, to do this. You know, a, a real Mark Twain over here. You know, and, and it was <clears> like, and, and I remember just, and like that was just expected. You know, and so whatever. I mean, you can. Be be like oh back in my day i had it hard but it was like no there was a certain slavery element <laughs> yeah. to living up your there life was like. a lot like huckleberry finn but your parents specifically moved to a neighborhood where there were no men named jim yeah you know well, what i'm saying it was yeah yeah well it was yeah we were in whiteville no there was no it was no, no diversity n-word gyms that, and that's also where i really learned the hostility of white people where there's a real underlying hostility in a lot of white people, you know, and they pawn off like stubbornness as strength, you know. And I remember like, living there, and again, a big thing I heard a lot. It's in good the that 80s. we're getting into race because it ties into the next segment. We got a lot of, we got a couple good Grey's Anatomy things to lead into the break. Good. Because there are some good moments here. Yeah. So check this out. So Grey's Anatomy started this week. We got the rich black guy that we talked about last week. He's jogging in Seattle. Yeah, you take but, but my point is, with the race thing, is the George George Floyd has happened on Grey's Anatomy now. This <laughs> is the first <laughs> post George Floyd. Well, episode. and so we're setting up a moment. This is the the George Floyd episode. She can't breathe, yeah. so she should be. You should be at the hospital. You're luckily you're on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> so, so it was. I heard this a lot in the '80s in that area, and it wasn't overtly like Southern racism, but it was a working class racism of just again, you know, why do they keep complaining? All they do is complain. They just complain and complain and complain. And a big thing, of course, was they got to just go yeah, out and get a job. but they make them cool rap songs. You know, they, they, so they got to go out and get a job. That, that, that was a consistent thing I heard. And I remember hearing that and being like, no, you don't really understand what's... Because they hadn't been exposed to black folks. I moved from D.C., man. Washington, D.C., to Eau Claire, Wisconsin. So yeah, that, that was definitely a, when I think of developmental things, but even with that, Keith, my life's been pretty damn good. Hell yeah. Uh, so it's like, you know, I can bitch about certain things. I, I, I was not sexually molested. So here we go. I was not, you know, abused. Yeah, you know, having a priest take you down. Jerry Sandusky, horrible. That would be a horrible experience. Yeah, but you get Being to score. On, you get to score on live television. <laughs> but then, so I mean, here's and then what, women have to deal with that shit. Girls, what are you? So here's doing? what we're setting up. You know? George Floyd has happened. Ooh. Yes, <laughs> Grey's Anatomy. I'm sneezing now. Yeah. <clears throat> George Floyd has happened on the show. Yeah. This is the black character Maggie. She has man hands, obviously, you see. I don't know if those are man hands. Those are close-up of her hands. Wait till you see the rest of her. Uh, well, you know, this is in the foreground, <clears throat> not the background. It's, She's know. got Olga hands. Um, <laughs> so, oh, I, will, I, I am in Kiev. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> I dig grave with hands. So, I don't know if that she was a just Russian got engaged accent, to, Ukrainian. She or? just got engaged to like a, like a Tyson Beckwith-like black doctor. He's smooth. 
hot, handsome, everything wealthy. she's been chasing the whole show. She of used course. to be with the rich black guy, Jackson. Yeah. But it just didn't work out. She's the one who was like, you're too rich for me, basically. Like, you, we don't connect. Like, <laughs> you're rich. Like, but he also liked going camping and shit. And she's like a bougie. <laughs> she wouldn't go camping. God. So this anyway, she's with this sounds, guy now. Uh, Let me fucking fill you in. Yeah. So she's literally bedridden because her husband has to drive across the country during covid and post george floyd and it's literally rendered her bedridden because she's so worried for his life because he can get covid and be murdered by police officers on the way which is a sentiment so, so i get but let me they're dovetailing it together yeah let me build because I, I understand i've even talked about ways that i would have done it as a writer i understand this plot thread of like yeah you have to illustrate how the black characters feel about this george floyd thing yeah. happening yeah but it's just so dart throwingly on absolutely. the nose absolutely because right the second i saw that she was worried about this i was like well he's going to get pulled over by the police <laughs> And to me, as a writer, you should assume that people are going to have those assumptions and then yeah. counter it. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong foot. you wrong. Foot Everyone's going to think this guy's going to get pulled over. So let's tease it the whole episode. And yep. you can illustrate. You can at the same time illustrate the fucking stress black people go through in America. Yeah. While at the same time throwing the viewer off because yep. everyone assumes that this guy's going to exactly. get pulled over and fucked with by the police. That's why the wire is the gold standard. They wrong footed me all the time, which that is the mark of a good show. So it she's texting. There's a catch they don't tell you about. <sighs> the medicine mimics the world it lives Winston, in. please be safe. <laughs> Panting while you're texting? You see Richard's email? I can't look at my phone without 15 news alerts popping up. It's like it's cursed. She's also been very daishiki heavy for this episode. They blacked Maggie up hard oh, for this season. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> but also, I should I should correct myself. This is COVID season, so there's no um there's no wardrobe. So they're wearing all their real clothes. Like the actors are wearing their shit. Actually the clothes that yeah. they wear, yeah, yeah. So maybe her wearing maybe she just wears all this fucking all the headbands they have gone so this is so soap opera it's a, it's a complete i mean it is a soap opera this is not this is not off from what the show normally is yeah. <clears throat> but what the ultimately to get Man, so so i've set that's up that's hilarious so i've set up for you the idea that she's fucking worried that her boyfriend's exactly. gonna, gonna get, get pulled, pulled over, over or something's gonna happen plus with covid watch watch this dude yeah, i'm sure you didn't your x-ray and your okay we'll be right back Keep them on telemetry and do cardiac enzymes every two hours. Hey, what happened to not speaking until we see each other in person? The landlord called and he said he wants to rent to a doctor, but he has a few offers and he needs to make... All right, I'm going to fast forward five seconds. They're talking about buying a house together and she didn't like the one he picked, but he's like, well, I told him I'm buying it. Make a decision. And I'm driving across the country, and by across the country, I mean in San Bernardino, in Riverside County, 80 miles to the west of LA. No, he drove from Boston to Seattle. But, but, but okay, yeah. Well, We're playing along. We got to play the fictional game. But again, but you look oh, in the no, background. They, this is yeah. all filmed in LA. Absolutely. Yeah, but, but I like it. I like it. It's good. It's good. You know, I need a better option than a hotel or a backyard tent. It's just for now. No, I just want to be in the same city. Maggie? Here's where I would have changed it, okay? First, let me... Crow, when I tell you she is going to freak out, yeah. this bitch is about to have a heart attack. Okay, 
Okay. Because her boyfriend is is getting pulled over by the police. Let's let, yeah, let's watch him. Maggie, like Maggie, I can't, I can't talk now. I'm being pulled. I'm being pulled over. Wait, what? You're being pulled over by the. Wait, what? Yes, I gotta go. No, 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 Winston, don't hang up. Turn on your camera if you can, but do not hang up the phone. I will stay on the line with you. Does he call him boy? They don't. They just show the lead up. But like, listen to that tension, that build oh, up music. It's like yeah. he's, it's like it's the same music that when you know the bad guy is disguised as someone else. Yeah, yeah, it comes absolutely. And you're just like, oh, yeah. they're getting their come yeah, up, and it, it, that is not. And the reason signal. I it's signaling. I, and the reason I eye roll is because yeah. they're clearly setting up that something bad is going to happen. Yes. And I think it would just be more creatively. Uh, juicy to the viewers to have that anticipation have the same tension that the characters are feeling yeah and then like i think instead of pulling them over have the cherries hit have her oh my god and whatever yeah and then have him do the thing where he pulls over and they just go around him because someone else is getting pulled over yeah or yeah, like, yeah 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 and you Wrong get those moments of, of like oh yeah yeah exactly, exactly. holy shit yep. and then maybe even do it one more time later on in Absolutely. the episode where like he stops off and they they think that he's worried they think he stole something or something like yep. that and but then, and then of course the opposite of that is what's a situation where he's comfortable the second, and then something bad happens. but then the second they pulled him over i just thought well they're gonna fuck with him like the yep. something's very melodramatic and insane is gonna happen the music is what kills it the music is yeah the music is and i'm not even saying it's ridiculous <laughs> that like that would never happen it would happen but like yeah. it's just so like how i'll say like how people say about modern wrestling lazy booking <laughs> it's lazy booking <laughs> Is that Isn't fucking that? Is that Zach, who's that dude from Georgia who was the comic? No, oh, <laughs> it looks like him. Zach Barton? No, not Zach Bartz. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know who you're talking. He's about. Totally a good guy. You so like that? So, so Meredith like Gray. Him. That's Meredith Gray. She's had COVID the whole season, so she's just been sitting there on a bed. Thank you. Most making twenty million episode. Um, let's go. Okay, here we go. They're masked Boy, up. we got law in this city. You can't. Here we you, go. Here we go. Has shh, your grandpappy voted? Hat off. Hands on the wheel. License and registration, sir. How you doing today, officer? Well, I'm just taking her easy. Can you tell me why you pulled me over? I saw speed limit said it's 45. Set the cruise to 40. Winston, are you there? I can't hear anything. I'm going to need you to turn off your phone, sir. Oh, it's just my fiance. She's up in Seattle. Your phone, sir? She, uh, she worries about me on the long drive. Can I leave it on? Mr. Indugu, are you failing to comply? Mr. Umfufu, <laughs> do we have an issue? All this I'm not dogging. This probably is how black people feel when they get pulled over. <clears throat> Winston. Boom. Here we go. Look at her. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Meltdown, Crocia. She's having a fucking heart attack. She's a, a, a thoracic surgeon, too, so she knows how to oh, fuck with a heart oh, attack. Oh, yeah, yeah. She knows what it is. 
I mean, did they just take a book out of that person? <laughs> what did they remove? Oh, so she had a. Uh, so the, and this is also what adds to the eye because they have several things in this where you're just like none of all this shit wouldn't happen on one day regardless yeah. of what, what black guy was killed by what cop. Yeah. So they're having the George Floyd protest and this old black lady got a tear gas canister fired into her shoulder. Um, the Scottish doctor got fucked up because his two black sons, he's got two mixed sons. They went to the protest and got into a fight. So he like protected him and gets a laceration in his head. I swear me two dark kids went out there and I was in Glasgow. <laughs> we used to get into a fight all the time. I say you go out there and you stand up for your rights. That's what you do. Sorry. Okay. So here we go. Here we go. This is more. I'm trying to, I'm character. trying to track. That was good. So we're, we're continuing on. Dr. Pierce. Come on. Dr. Pierce. He's a yeah. Dr. Pierce, come do your fucking job. He fib again. Of course he's. I need you to keep calling this number. It's my fiance, Winston. If he picks up, you tell me. If he doesn't watch. So so if someone does this, you'd think like, oh, what is like, is there a near death situation? When she tells this person that he's been pulled over by the police, she immediately is just like, Oh my god. Like she immediately realizes like, yes, this is a serious situation, which it is. I'm not, I'm not trying to downplay it. I'm just like, oh I know, my God. I know, oh my I know, God. I know. Just keep calling. Just do not stop. Everything okay? He got pulled over. I want the officer to know that someone is checking in on him. Okay. I thought it was something serious. She's like, no, I'm not Espanol. Okay. Here we go too. So check this out. Oh, this is great. We got our COVID denier for the season. This guy is, this is our guy who comes in with COVID and they think he thinks that they're like getting, oh, listen to this. This is great. This is good stuff. Coronavirus. Sir, I need you to listen to me. Your COVID test came back positive. Additionally, you have ground glass opacities in your lungs. That's why you're having trouble breathing. And your toes aren't red because you run without socks. You have what's being referred to as COVID toe. COVID toe? Yes. Really, this is the best you got? COVID toe? <laughs> you guys even trying? Bro. This ultrasound yeah. of your leg reveals a clot that we need to treat immediately. So. Okay, well, whose leg is that? I'm sorry. He thinks they're showing him like fake shit. Blood clots, but it's a. Uh... That's a, that's a nice try, though. Mr. Anderson, okay. please. You know what? I figured out. Huh? I figured out those little cold that y'all are so terrified of. Biggest money maker since cryptocurrency. Speaking of, how, how do you get your kickbacks? I mean, is it like a flat fee from every patient that you diagnose? Whoa, man. Like a, you're a just like, no, oh, you were right wing, but now you're kind of left wing, aren't well, you, Well, these man? people exist at Eggleston, the guy who we had yeah. on the show. He yeah. knows someone who straight up got diagnosed with COVID had the symptoms acknowledged that he was near very sick and still didn't think he had COVID. Yeah. He just thought he had the flu. I, I th and that's what this guy is. I, so I, she's like, breathe, breathe, breathe. she's like awestruck. Yeah. Stop. Well, the whole like, so uh, foreshadow, he leaves the hospital and dies. Yeah. Big shock. Good for him. But, but with, <laughs> I think I told you, I know that that doctor in Madison, maybe I told the story last week. He told me, it happens every week. It's multiple times a week because he works at like the university hospital there. So it's like one of the best hospitals in the state. So they get a lot of people from like rural areas that come in too. And he has their COVID test and he has the report and he shows it to him in black and white. You're positive. No, 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 no. This is just the flu. 
No, no, you're in the intensive care unit because you have COVID and just and, and just absolutely just uh, denying denying it. And, and and see, he likes putting the tube down their m- mouth because he doesn't want to hear him speak anymore. Yeah, because it, and, and it says it's happened hundreds of times, not a few times, not a hundreds of times. Might as well stick that tube down my throat because the government's down there anyway. And, and he's just like, you, you know, you know, you have this. You're in the intensive care unit. You're almost going to die. So, you're on death's door when you're in intensive care. You're on the ropes. So here we go. You know? Here we go. It bruised his heart. His troponin levels are elevated. Okay, so yeah, we got another kid that came in because he got shot with a rubber bullet. Oh, so and it with- bruised his heart. But they have a guilt trip moment because one of the nurses goes, "All this damage was caused by a rubber bullet." And Maggie goes, "It's not a rubber bullet. It's a metal ball encased in rubber." <laughs> and they're speaking to America, you white privileged piece of shit. For thinking that it's just a rubber bullet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Calm the fuck down. I understand yeah. <laughs> your husband just got pulled over. You're on edge. We got to get him to the CCU. All this from a rubber bullet? It wasn't a rubber bullet. It's a metal bullet encased in rubber. Fired oh. from a gun at a human being. God. Oh, oh, yes. Yes. People love being talked down to. Damn it. We all love it. Again? He's unstable. He keeps going in and out of sinus. Charge. Yep. Charge. Give him the IRS. My pay today. You were. Maggie, what's wrong? Okay. Winston is on his way back here from Boston. Mm. He is driving. He's on the road. And we were on the phone. We were. And the police pulled him over. And I told him to keep me on the line. But the police made him hang up. And now I can't get a hold of him. It's been. It's been 20 minutes. <sighs> And I don't know where he is. And I have a patient who could go into VFib at any second, so I have to get in. I've been pulled over for 47 minutes before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they didn't even tell me why they pulled me over after it. They had me in the parking lot of a speedway for 45 minutes. A speedway I was going to anyway. And then at the end of it, they were just like, all right, you're good. What did they think you were doing? I never found out. I didn't ask. (sighs) Then my stepdad actually told me that that was fucked up. He goes, they have to tell you why they pulled you over. He goes, you should have asked. Yeah. That's bizarre. I think they just thought because I had a Camaro like I had like an I think they just <laughs> you had a Camaro yeah God so I think they just saw like this fucking suburb your white Camaro. trash meter just went up another <laughs> not the white side dominated the Mexico that was kind of a combination like, of the two I, 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 you know? I need somebody to go and find him now right now all right Maggie all right go and find him what you should do now. He's definitely been arrested. I need you to find out what jail. Yeah. She's like putting all this like, he's in jail. He's dead. Yeah, he's a Black yeah. Panther. Let's take care of your patient. What if he tries to call me and I don't pick up? Or what if he doesn't call and the police just uh, take uh, him? Uh, take uh, him. Uh, give me your phone. Take him for what? No, I'm a, I'm I'll call me down, time. sister. Still no sister, word, you got to understand. It's well, been 400 his, his years. His story this Sorry. episode is he gets upset that he goes to protest and everybody's like, but you're old. And then he, you find out that he's been to like, he shows all the scars on his body and you find out that he's actually been like this revolutionary fucking rich doctor. Yeah. And I will look for him. That's the big reveal of his character. Let you go. Here we go. Um, Cause they, they had me get out of the car and take my mask off. And, uh, and then uh, they had me do a DUI. They fucking ransacked his car. Yeah. Test, yeah. And then they checked the trunk and then they checked the car. And, uh, and then I had to unpack all my stuff. This is the moment in the show 
where you get a chorus like singer <laughs> to, or it's either this or uh shonda rhymes loves guys who sing like this in the background for the moment the emotional moment of the show Let's hear it. And uh, the police dog sniffed it over. What? And then the dog sniffed me and then let me go. So I'm, I'm good. I, that's what took so long. Why did they? I mean, were you like swerving on the road? No, no, no. Uh, my, my bike rack was obscuring my license plate. And... <laughs> they took all our cocaine, Maggie. It's turned into one of those things, I guess. They can't do that. Maggie, I'm a little bit shaking up right now. Oh, I'm good to that voice. Hey, Mike, and Mike, you in the background. Oh, what, is this a church choir? This is. The, who, who's the audience for this? What's the demographic you think of this show? Well, we're going to get into that yeah. for our fucking TV rating. Yeah. Leagues. I actually like that because I, I, I want to figure out, like, it's a certain suburban... Yet, you know, privileged, but probably goes to church. Well, no, I think that's what they're illustrating you know? is he's so freaked out because that's never happened to him before. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. he's never, he's never <clears throat> actually, like, he has, he's black, so he's yeah. probably been profiled. People think he fucking got into medical school easier yeah. than others, but he yeah. probably legitimately has never been fucked with by the police like that. Yeah. And it's like, no, I need a, they just, they just Tyrone me. I need yeah. to fucking, they just yeah. treated me like a Tyrone, babe. I got to calm down. Sister, we're gonna go back and put on the Marvin Gaye. Correction. So that's it. That's it. That's our well, Grey's Anatomy. I, I, I want to hear. Wait, when is his reveal? When is the Black Panthers reveal? Listen, I'm into this Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> right, the woman who's like uh, the, the producer. She says her daughter watches Grey's Anatomy all the time, and she was literally like, "I can't stand it." <laughs> she had to whisper because she's gonna piss her daughter off. No, 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 no. Oh, he's dead, yeah. Most people never feel what it's like to be really great at something. Altman. See, this is normally the moment where they got the guys singing. But we do. Right, I do. I can put broken people together with needles and string. But I can't fix this. Who thought doctors are so poetic? I thought they were just alcoholics. She can't fix the ignorance? Oh, oh, he walks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> she can't make him not walk away. Believe that you know just just a little longer, and 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 we'll be over this brutal hill. You're actually you're actually a year behind all of us, because George <laughs> Floyd just happened, and boy are we way past that. Yeah. I think we're getting there. I think we're getting closer to the end. He even knows he's here. Again, it's the hey, end of the beginning. He's quite the storyteller. I'm thinking about going down the heroes to change. I know what it's like to. So he's mad because they're just rich. And he was like, why don't we go protest? Like, we we, we can't just donate money anymore. And yeah. she fucking yells at him. Get discouraged, Jack. No, I don't, I don't need a pep talk. It's not what this is. I, I need money, Mom. If our foundation is so good at fighting the good fight, then why isn't anything getting better? And I'll take that the wrong way. No. All right, I'm just saying maybe. I actually like what he's saying. Because I mean, the nonprofit it, industrial complex is part of the problem happening in the streets right now why aren't we there it is the, the rich not coughing up enough money let's just drop the wee business of this right now okay you may not have scars jackson but i have decades worth and if you think nothing has changed why don't you just ask yourself how many webbers baileys or pierces you would have seen walking through these halls 40 years ago 20 years ago pierce is the girl who had a heart attack because oh. of the pullover the battles that i have fought and won for that and if you don't see any scars it's because i'm damn good at this job 
Of course you are. I'm not criticizing you. You're incredible, but I'm saying, aren't you also annoyed with all this red tape? Having to convince some trustees when you have a brilliant idea? Like, what about our ideas? What about doing something about the black maternal mortality rate? Fact Instead time. About it. What about yeah. building our database for the obvious racial bias in medical training? What about building our, our medical school that we talked about? So many things we could be doing. One battle at a time. What about the band we want to start? The, 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 the there's, world there's a tension here. It shouldn't be that way. Not anymore. Right? I don't want to play a role in a system that's just broken. Sound like your father. Oh, that'd be the worst thing in the world? Ooh, that cut. That it's cut deep. It's been a long day. Yeah. You already said it, Jackson. Don't try to lie about it now. So let me guess. The episode ends with him setting a course, a, a thing that says, like, you'll reach your destination in 11 hours. So you're left with thinking he's going to go because his father's like a dickhead and a strange father. So yeah. I think he's going to go be with. But also next episode, he's he's also got a ex-wife with a daughter yeah. and she's going to be in the next episode. So he might be going to April. Yeah. But uh, but we don't know. Look at that little trampoline he's jumped on. <laughs> he's going to tell his black kids that they can because he banned them from protesting earlier in the episode. Come over here playing your football. You know, I'm a California father, you know. I still keep it kind of hip. Not to try and protect you. I'm your dad. That's part of the bargain. The bargain. But I was wrong to tell you to stay home. This is your country, boys. And now is a moment. Let me tell you something. So I'm requiring you to when join. When Maggie Thatcher tried breaking the trade unions you're both, you're both in Manchester, join. I tell you, we, I, I just stood by. I stood by and did you're nothing. Both, you're both going to join a gang tonight. <laughs> I'm going to make you. There's a group called the El Rukins. <laughs> One's the Blackstone Rangers, I tell you. Here's my idea of a revolution. You know? They play soccer. They got a connection over there because he likes the Glassstone Ranger. Ride home. Oh, thanks. I'll walk. No, let me. Well, it sounds like. Oh, is it? It's the old dude. Class. What is she telling people? Asking. I listened to the voice. Hey, if you're starting your residency all over again, does so yeah, she's she's gonna be an OBGYN. She's gonna work on vages now because she's tired of people dying around her. So she wants to, to give fucking, life. She wants to work on the blossom. It's the essence <laughs> of life, exactly. That's what she life to fucking, springs from. She wants know? to be a bud tender. I tell you what, man, Grey's Anatomy is a show, dude. <laughs> It's ridiculous. I've never watched it. I have Look literally never watched it. Look it's at her, dude. So many times PJ'd up, dude. She's had a rough God, day. God, she's had a she's had a, a a long day of overreacting. It's, it's such LA. It's so fucking LA. Well, this is supposed to be Seattle. Yeah, it's not. Seattle is a different look than this. Finally, we sang that duet, baby. We fell in love. So, so that's going to take us into the second half. What yeah. do you say? Yeah, that, that's the end of this half. Yeah. <laughs> that show is preposterous. Preposterous. We'll be oh, back man. on the second half, the other end of a break here. Keith Pazel's podcast. When I was a kid, I loved to wear bandages just to get attention. But now I use Band-Aid brand clear from Johnson & Johnson. It's the bandage with the see-through strip. So people hardly notice I'm wearing a bandage at all. Which is nice, because now that I'm grown up, I want people to notice me. Not my bandage. Only Johnson & Johnson makes Band-Aid brand clear. Clearly the best-looking bandage ever. Help us help retarded children. Look for Johnson & Johnson coupons in Sunday's paper. 
I was asleep on the sofa when I heard, Dad, why doesn't a jello gelatin fall out when it's upside down? And then I felt something cool plop on my face and I heard, Sorry, Dad. Jello gelatin. You can't be a kid without it. Stoo Stoo Studio. Studio line from L'Oreal. New Mega Gel. Mega Hold. New modeling spritz. Spritz for lift. Sculpt your head any way you like it. Studio line from L'Oreal. Thursday, don't miss the second premiere episode of Day by Day. Will Ross win Kristen's heart? Only geeks get good grades. I get all A's. Of course, I deeply respect geeks. Can the kids handle the pressures of preschool? I'm a failure. Day by Day week continues with an all-new episode of Day by Day, Thursday after Cosby. All right, I'm going to hit play on this. All right, we're back. <laughs> Embassy oh. night at the movies here. <laughs> the Hello Larry is such a fright night. Oh, I would have been like, this would have been like an ad. Even at 18, I would have been like, this looks kind of cool. believed the new neighbor was a vampire until it was too late. Tonight's feature presentation of Fright Night. <laughs> this voiceover guy, he's making a check. Good for him. Oh, the Dodge Colt. My mom had a Colt. This car is a piece of junk. It was great. It was so small. Plus a washing machine. You won't be able to haul any of this with this cheap fucking car. Which makes the Colt a lot easier to buy. So this is 87. So here's what we're going to do while we get into this. I got the Premier League tables. Oh, it's made. Oh, it, it looks like the beer logo. Yeah, absolutely. It's like they wanted it, but it also started with that weird Japanese thing. Like, what was that all about? You got put that back. I want to see that. Come, we got to see that again. You see, it started off as like Japanese lettering. Like, was this this weird? It's all the Japanese. You need to know. It's a Japanese company. Oh, oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Look at this. Look at this. Look how it turns. Look how it turns. Look at this. Isn't this kind of? It's kind of an odd decision. Cold. <laughs> they have the gong in the ja background yeah, too. Japanese signals that, that signs that turn into the word cold. You know you can get cavities where you never knew you had teeth <gasps> at the roots. Oh, I am going to use Listerment because the fluoride in Listerment can penetrate the Listerment. That's just an out of yep. the fucking market product right now. Yep. So I I got a new thing, Crow. We're, I got the television ratings, and yeah. we got this week in TV history. That's why sure. we're, we're going to do these classic VHS rips for the second half for the sure. this week in TV history. Sure. Um, ooh, look at all these fucking Wisconsin ass products. <laughs> I know. I just gotta get me some Here elixir. We go. Do you remember the ice capades? The ice capades was dying when I was a kid. Yeah, like it yeah. Was I remember the ice capades being something. Because the individual lice products were figuring out that like, oh, we can just do our own ice capades. Like we don't have to <laughs> do the ice capades. So here we go. Regular area outlets at ten and nine dollars. A dollar fifty discount for kids. Do you remember the Green Bay Arena? No, I I, I, I didn't live. That side of the state is a real bad part of the state. I, I don't like that side of the state. How about nine dollars? A dollar fifty discount for kids and senior citizens for some shows jesus christ officer tom hansen judy hawks Th that's this is 21 drum suit penhall yeah harry Truman that was johnny and captain adam fuller the cops of 21 jump streets wow then will this champ be the werewolf's next victim this is early fox man Back. wow 
Holy yeah. Things Unlimited will not be. Look at Sealy still getting fucking business done. <laughs> they're, they're still, I think these ads are still so being So, Crow, used. I got this yeah. thing. Yeah. So, yeah. We're, sorry, I, sorry. I broke down every week, there's about 60 shows on yeah. television, and I tracked the ratings for all of them. And sure. I was like, it would be absurd to have a top 60. Yeah. So, I sorted everything into three different leagues, if you will, and it's all mirrored off English soccer. Yeah. And so, I have the TV Premier League table. And then I have two more to go through. This is going to take a few minutes. Okay. This is going to take a, a crocious four minutes okay. to get through. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I'm, I'm perfectly. You see, I'm actually a patient human being, and I can actually no, go with it. So uh, <laughs> let's put up some movie while I do this. Hey, well, this is frightening. See, I was into the van. For me, what did you as as a kid? What tariff was it? Was it werewolves? Was it zombies? Was I it, liked was it vampires? I liked werewolves a lot. I liked werewolves too. I, I, zombies. I liked Michael Myers. I liked slasher shit. I was a big slasher guy. Interesting. But I think that's also why I liked werewolves because they hacked motherfuckers up. See, because I was more afraid of vampires. Vampires scared me the most, you know. And I, I found them. Uh, I don't know the whole biting of the neck and stuff. I just didn't like it. Like I didn't like having an exposed neck when I was like ten years old. I had sheets up to my chin. <laughs> Because I was afraid of vampires coming in in the middle of the night and getting me. And, and this is a vampire movie. But it's got, I mean, you know, it sets up well. It's slow, you know, slow, slow burn. Are they? Would you like to kiss them? Hmm. Lee McDowell got a paycheck for this. Was he Jesus post coming off post Christ. apes? Oh, many years afterwards. He, he was, he was so almost post life at this point. He was, he was almost kicking the bucket time for. The, he played the devil in an episode of Fantasy Island, I starring about the husk of Roddy McDowell. But yeah, Roddy McDowell, nineteen eighty. Rourke has to take on the devil, and the devil is played it's by Roddy, Roddy McDowell. McDowell. <laughs> so check this out: Premier yeah. League table, TV Premier League table. Yeah. Do you want me to go twenty up, or do you want to start at number one? Twenty. So there's twenty teams in the Premier League table, and the way I'm going with it is. Yeah, I have to. The third league is uh, League One. It's the TV League One, and right now it only has fifteen slots, but it needs okay. twenty-four. Yeah. So what I'm going to start doing is I'm going to add shows to it. I'm going to bump. I'm going to keep this as the framework of the league. Yeah. And then next week I'll see what these shows did, and I'll move them around. Yeah. And if new ones get, I'll bump them down, and I'll add <laughs> teams. So I'm going to I'm going to be rele relegating teams out of. So this the is basically leagues. the top twenty uh, is the Premier League is the top twenty rated top shows. twenty rated shows and then it's on twenty one to forty and then forty one to sixty and then it's well it would be but it's the TV Championship is twenty four spots <laughs> so you, we're not shitting on this you can be number one but you're number one in the second division okay. you're League Two baby yeah so here's the Premier League table from twenty up number twenty ABC the Connors. 3.8 million people and a 0.6 demo, which means 600,000 of those people were 18 to 49, which is really what people harp yeah, on now because exactly. those people buy things. Yeah, exactly. Everyone else is either really old or doesn't have a credit card. See, this was like, I didn't watch pornography. I didn't see when I was young. So this to me bordered on that. You see? Peter Vincent's on. Get Peter Vincent. Jesus. I remember thinking they were like older than me. <laughs> When I saw is this that the old first girl time? from from uh from Married with Children? Is uh, that Marcy? Uh, it might be. So number nineteen, number nineteen, CBS B positive. I think that's a new show. <clears throat> Four million people, 
0.5 demo. That means 500,000. 18 okay. to 49. 18, okay. you have organized crime. The, the new law and order with Stabler. He's back. Okay. He's fighting the mob. That's 4.3 million people and a that, that, that's 600,000 demo. Yeah. 17 is SVU, classic SVU. Four and a half million people. Uh, 16, Bob Hart's Abishola, CBS, 4.6 million people, 500,000, 18 What type 49. of show is that? Bob Hart's Abishola is uh, Billy Gardell, stand-up comedian who has just lost his wife. Some sort of catastrophe has happened, and he's got this black caretaker named yeah. Abishola, and he falls in love with her. Yeah. And she hates him, but she feels bad that if, so she just like basically is his wife, but she hates him because it's like therapy for him. But they're ultimately like, I haven't seen the show, but that's the loose premise is he falls in love with his caretaker and yeah. she like goes along with it, but she can't stand him. Sounds like a convoluted plot. Let's go further on. What's the next one? <laughs> uh, so then you got 15. This is us. 4.6 million people. Oh, 700,000. Yeah. Yep. About a family and their problems. Yep. 14. The neighborhood. The Cedric the Entertainer vehicle. That's also CBS. 4.8 million people. Uh, 13 Fox, the mass singer, 4.8 million, 1.1 million in the demographic. So these 18, Ooh. these people are watching these fucking singing shows. Ma what number is mass singer? That is number singer. 13. Okay. And by the way, highest rated Fox show. Hmm. Fox can't, can't crack the top 10. They're mid table Interesting. dreck. Interesting. And Interesting. these are, this is going to be the fun part. I, I don't want this to be boring of me, us reading numbers. Yeah. So this yeah. is how you can rate the fucking channels. Yeah. Fox absolutely. is mid table. Fox is Everton. Wow. wow. They're just not, they ain't better than 10th. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. CBS is Manchester United. Yeah. <laughs> they got all these shows. These are out of the top 20. I would say 12 of them are fucking CBS shows. Wow. So we have. America's Funniest Home Videos, number 12, 4.9 million people, 600,000, 18 to 49. Number 11, Station 19, Grey's Anatomy ripoff. It's about the fire department. 4.9 million people, 700,000. CBS. ABC. Oh, oh, oh. See, ABC is that. ABC is ABC's Man City. Yeah. They're, they're coming up. They're, yeah. They're nipping at the heels. Uh, number 10, Grey's Anatomy, 4.9 million people, 900,000. people. Number 9, CBS, Bull, 5 million people. It's about a, a bull lawyer, white guy, wears horn rim glasses, doesn't put up with shit. Looks like a sniper <laughs> in the courtroom. I don't put up with any bull. What is it with I'm the, just the in here one. looking like the Zodiac killer about to solve a fucking case. <laughs> with my combat boots on. Yeah, I wonder what happened to that Number guy. eight, the American Idol. But this is the, because they do two episodes a week. So this is the Paula's Return episode. This was the second episode. So oh, this, was, this was 5.2 million people, 700,000. Number seven, United States of Al. I don't know what this show is. 5.3 million people, 500,000. Number six, Mom. 5.3 million people, 600,000 demo. Uh, a C a NCIS rerun on CBS did 5.4 million people. No demo on that because it's a rerun. Wow. wow. NBC The Voice, 5.6 million people, 700,000 demo. And, and what number is that? Like six? That's four Ooh. for The Voice. Wow. Number three, American Idol, the premiere episode of American Idol, 6 million people, 800,000. And that's on what network now? It was on Fox. ABC. Or... It used to be on Fox. Wow. That's what made Fox mid-table. Yeah. Losing American Idol was like fucking Sir Alex Ferguson retiring. <laughs> That was like, we're done. CBS, Young Sheldon, 7.1 million people, 700,000. Those demos don't make sense because who's watching this show? Young Sheldon is literally the number one show. Well, the number one show is 60 Minutes, 9.4 oh, 9. million people and a 1.2 million demo. 
60 minutes. So that's how nerdy people are. They're not watching Young Sheldon. They're watching 60 minutes. They're watching morally fucking safer. (laughs) It's also, if you want to watch the best 60 minutes, you you should watch Frontline. Frontline is what 60 minutes wants to be. Frontline is authentically cutting edge hard so that my friends is the premier league table wow and the championship i'll go one to the bottom so now we're going into what i call the second rung of tv shows i'm sorry i want to add one question before and i'm I'm interested is that actor oh my god that was always a big showing the woman's ass was a big thing in the 80s was that what's his face who's this actor wasn't he? Uh, it's not, it looks like Alan Ruck, but I don't think it is. And that's what's good about this. We have no information. I can't yeah, click yeah, a guide yeah. on this. <laughs> this is old school. Probably gay. No, I don't think so. Oh, wait, wait. I, I can't. The definition is good. I can't oh, see no. it. Okay, yeah. So the, the second league. What's in the second league? Okay, what's in the... So the second league, as I'm going top to bottom, but these aren't... The top of the second tier is still good. These are yeah. team. These are shows that who knows next week maybe they crack into yeah. the Premier League. Maybe yeah. maybe the Connors doesn't get three point eight million people and all rise. So number one, you have a CBS show, All Rise. That's about a black judge. Is it a take judge? Shit. Of course, yeah. Three point seven million people. Uh, ABC The Rookie, three point six million people. ABC Rebel, three point five. ABC thrives in the second table. Yep. They know, their, they know their sweet spot. Yeah. You know, low stakes television. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you got uh, Big Sky 3.5. That's ABC. Fox, The Resident, 3.4 million people. See, this is still kind of a yeah, lot. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And this is where I decided to split the tables because I did, because I was like, you know, 3.4 million people is a lot. But at, the, at that point, it's not a top list. Like, top should be like a cutoff. You should, it should be like a exclusive yeah. thing. What, what, what I'm curious, what what do you have to get a minimum to say, okay, I'm going to get renewed like two million. You have to. This is what I want to get down as we get down. Yeah. I think you have to be in the millions to even think yeah. about it. Once yeah. you start getting into the hundreds of thousands, that's when they're like, uh, yeah, that's when yep. they start leaning on like critically acclaimed. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> so uh, NBC Amsterdam, I think that's also a medical show. Residents, a medical show. The Rookie is a cop show that's fucking Nathan Fillion as a rookie cop, but I think he's like 40, so it's all weird. Um, we and then it's all idea. law shows. As much as people hate cops, it's all bull. I was going to say, it's, it's law, hospital, and cop. That's it. Those Fox 911 shows rate high, but they're off season. And that's another thing, too. That's why I like the league, too, because... I'm in uh, when shows come off season break, they're playing in the league now too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they may they may get some traction. They may get some yeah. traction. Yeah. And then I'm excited to relegate some of these fucking CW low rants, these 339,000 fuckers. Yeah. Charmed reboot, 15th in the fucking 15th in League 1. CW is barely a network. Wow. It's barely a network. They don't. They can't crack a million. They're the the remake of uh, Kung Fu did a million, and that's the, and the remake of Walker <laughs> and the remake of Walker. Walker Texas Ranger. Yeah, Jared Padalecki. Th- that's plays their def- demographic they're going yeah. for. Wow. But that's third tier. That's bottom bottom oh, of yeah. the third tier. Yep. Like you're just not good. They can't fucking hack it, dude. Yeah. The CW. You got to pick up your game, son. Yep. So then we have Tough as Nails. That's a competition show. That's 3.2 million people. Manifest is about people on a plane that went missing. Oh, so it's basically lost. It's just lost. Yeah. Done on, and what network has Manifest? NBC. Okay. Number 10, Home Economics, 2.9 million people. Number That's ABC. Number 11, NBC, Young Rock, 2.8 million people. That show has been canceled. 
So that will soon be they that's that's the TV version of when a soccer team goes into administration. Wow. Young Rock has been liquidated. Wow. So it holds its position right now, but that will soon come off the table and we will adjust accordingly. NBC's struggling network. So I'm assuming struggling I will doing? then because Family Guy is number one in League One. That's yeah. the third tier. And that's one point three. So I would I'll probably bump Family Guy up into the second league. Yeah. When Young Rock actually ends. Yeah. Because it's not coming back. <laughs> Season is fun. Yeah, absolutely. It works. I, I just like hearing these and these like these show, these premises for these shows. Hell's just... Kitchen, Gordon Ramsay, 13, uh, 12th in League Two. I'm calling it League Two, but it's the championship. Yep. Yep. Uh, and then we have Game of Talents, another competition show. Debris, that's a weird thing falling from space. By show. the way, I got to say one thing. If you look at this show, this show is about being a peeping Tom. This is what it's about. You see, this is Chris Sarandon bites her neck and it's a... See? Oh, yeah, because v- fucking vampires fuck. Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. The sexual side of it made me like... It titillated me, but it also scared me. You know? Uh-oh, uh-oh, he notices. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's going to knock on his door. and <laughs> The fucking... studio musician. <laughs> I love how the girl hung for that. For the like, yeah. she, while he was looking, she was just sitting there like she's that. waiting for it. Yeah, no, this is good though. Yeah, what? So, so here we are. We're at thirteenth on the on the second tier on the, so in you're the championship. Towards the bottom. Towards the bottom. This though. is mid table second tier. We're talking like mid table Drek, but in the second level. So this is worse mid table Drek, yeah. and I think that's what's perfect for like twelve and thirteen are the competition shows because like those are shows that you have on in the background. You yeah. like them. It's audio it's audio sensory shit like yeah. you're not really invested in it you're invested yeah. in gordon calling people scum fucks and yeah like, yeah yeah wow. so that's kind of fit is mid-table league two yeah yeah it's wow. not trying to win the premier league god television 60 is minutes a- is trying to win the premier league yeah absolutely uh 14 debris that's about aliens falling from the sky 15 call your mother 2.6 million people that's abc i have no idea what that show's about would you like to find out or no? Yeah, who, who's your mother? Call your mother. Call your mother. I, I'm guessing it's about it's it's a, a, a independent kid like a young adult show. They're trying to make it on their own for the first time, and, and, and sometimes they got to call back to their mother. <laughs> That's my idea with the plot it's a of that sitcom? show. Let's see. When an empty nester starts wondering how she ended up alone with her children uh, while her children live their best lives thousands of miles away, she decides her place is with her family and reinserts herself into their lives. Oh, God. That sounds horrible. It's about the mom who fucking slays. You know, but yeah. uh. So we have Call Your Mother, number 15 in League Two, and I think this is a newer show, so that is bad. Uh, 2.6 million people. Six, number 16, A Million Little Things. That's also ABC. I think that might be a drama. ABC, Pooch Perfect. <laughs> well, I, I give 2.4 million people. They know what they're going for. Number 18, Fox, Last Man Standing, the Tim Allen, I'm ooh. conservative and you're liberal venture. Yep. Ooh. You know what's keeping that in League Two? The liberals. Yeah. <laughs> number 19, Keenan, 2 million people. And that's what's respectable about League Two. That's why I called it the championship. In England, the second tier is still competitive. So, you know, these are still shows that have millions of viewers. Yeah, yeah. When you get to the lower end, you're getting into the one fives. Now yeah. now we're starting to get pathetic after Keenan. <laughs> Prodigal Son, that's some murderer type show shit where I think it's basically like a weird might be a murderer, but he catches murderers type oh, of thing. Oh, God. Well, they're like Dexter. Or maybe I'm that making that up. Let me see. show is terrible. 
That's terrible. What a terrible idea. Let me you see know? if I'm right. Malcolm Bright is a gifted criminal psychologist using his twisted genius to help the NYPD solve crimes and stop killers, all while dealing with a manipulative mother, a serial killer father still looking to bond with his prodigal son, uh, and his, and his own constantly evolving neuroses. Uh, Bright's only ally is his sister, Ainsley, a TV journalist who wishes her brother would take a break from murder and have a normal life. Unfortunately for his sister, the only way Bright feels normal is by solving cases with the help of his long mentor, NYPD detective Gil Arroyo. Arroyo, what a name. Arroyo's, is this your pilot? Are you writing a pilot? I was going to say, this? man, yeah, maybe I am. <laughs> Arroyo's one of the best detectives around. He chews on a match. He watches Cobra. Uh, and he expects no less from his team, which includes J.T. Tarmel, a born and bred New Yorker who questions whether Bright is a psychopath himself. Uh, that sounds like uh, a, compl- a convoluted plot that's not working. <laughs> that's like a convoluted plot that's not working yeah well it's uh it's, got it's some number elements. it's, it's number got 20 in league two it's got some elements it's got some it, elements you know? and i think it had some steam i think that was more into the fours where like gray's anatomy was i think that would be yeah. mid-table in league one when it first yeah. came out but we're running down into the seasons so so what's what, what's their pull america's most one oh two million people and a four hundred thousand demo yep Yep. So young people are not watching this show. And, and that's a bad sign. That means 80 year old. Oh, I like the murder. I like him. Yeah. He's weird and <laughs> he looks like Bill Maher. <laughs> Number 21, America's Most Wanted. Good. 1.5 million people and a 300,000 demo. Because who Old wants people this? love America's Most Wanted. It's that's, a, it's that makes also, sense. It's so fucking That demo gross. makes sense. That 300,000 is probably a lot of Trumpers. Oh yeah, exactly. Conservative families sitting at home while the kids do homework. We Ugh. watch. We watch the the murderers get caught. Ugh. NBC Good Girls, one point five million people, three hundred thousand. Number twenty three, Kung Fu, one point four million people, four hundred thousand. Down from the premiere. This is the second episode. But this is top tier. This is what C. This is all CW could shoot for. Yeah, <clears throat> there are some soccer teams where they may win the they may win the league, but then they get promoted and then they're last place. Yeah, because in the next league, not good enough. Because yeah. you're not yeah. good enough to hang. Yeah. You have number twenty four in League Two. Zoe's extraordinary playlist: one point four million people. Ooh, yeah. And then we're gonna go quicker in League One. Number one, and this is the third tier. This is where we're scraping the ass of television. Yeah. Family Guy: one point three million people. Simpsons: one point two million people. Bob's Burgers: one point two million. All Fox, The Moody's: one point two million people. The Simpsons is what? One point two million it's uh, getting bad dude uh the plug is going to be pulled on that yeah i've been wondering for a long time when is the simpsons truly going to end and i think when that ends there has to be a moment they have to have a spectacular show at the end they now we're have- getting to where the cw lives baby the cw walker the re the reboot of walker 1.15 million people Number six, The Great North, which is like a Bob's Burger type show. It's yeah. animated as well. 993,000 people. The Flash on CW, which we've watched on this show, 925,000 people. I'm going to be honest with you, Keith. It's a good show. I'm going to be honest with you. Him in the Justice League, I didn't mind his character that yeah. much. You know? Fox, Bless the Hearts. I think that's like a family sitcom. <laughs> I'm saying that in public. I think you Bless know? the Hearts is a family sitcom on Fox. 720,000 people. They should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah. That show should get canceled after the first episode. You're a fucking Man. regular network. Should have some fucking standards. God. If oh. I ran a network, if your show didn't get a million viewers, you're done. Yeah, uh, I'm sure it's going to be done in a hurry. I remember this, these actors. 
I remember one time thinking like their look made sense. Like <laughs> thinking like, well, like the hairstyle, the sort of the shirt. Turn down a fool's money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> See, yeah. he's he's like the nerdy kid who gets he gets caught into the. Uh, it's like they couldn't afford booger, but they wanted booger from yeah. Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, yeah. This was <laughs> look how young he is. So the the he's bottom like fourteen year old, the bottom of League Two. At the bottom of the third league, this is, we're yeah. getting into, you're not a professional television show at yeah. this point. You're getting close. All CW, all American, 706,000. Nancy Drew, 627,000. Supergirl, 580. Uh, Legacies, 540. Batwoman, 500,000. Painkiller, 396. And the reboot of Charmed, 339,000 people. Look at that golf, though. 15th in the last league is 339,000, and the number one show on television this week was 60 Minutes. Yeah, yeah. 9.4 million people, and it's usually number one. And, and what was the demographic for 18 to 49 for 60 Minutes? I'm just curious. 1.2 million people. Okay, but still old folks dominated, but, you, but you yeah, 1.2. It's probably more the 49 people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's the people in their 40s. The demographics where it's probably mostly young is like the sing shows, American Idol and The Voice, because those have close to like 700,000, 800,000 demographics. Yeah. Then 20 year olds are watching those shows because they like the bad singers. Yeah. You're yeah. in the early prelims. I think it goes down as the shows go on. But yeah, those are the ratings. <laughs> this is local. <laughs> Look at, think of the nerds from Green Bay who were doing local commercials. savings, Igor. Employees cannot enter the contest. Oh, this was this was a regional. This was a regional commercial. It was a Best Buy. Best Buy was regional. Yeah, yeah. Because Best Buy. You'd like to treat yourself to a color. This is Upper Midwest. So, do you want to get into this week in TV history? Then close yeah, yeah, out this absolutely. fucking show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Yeah. Seventeen eighty-seven. It's not as long as last week, guys. This wasn't two weeks worth of history. Um, seventeen eighty-seven. First American comedy, The Contrast, makes its debut in New York City in seventeen eighty-seven. Yep, that's the first American comedy. Period. Seventeen eighty-seven. Seventeen eighty-seven. That was a play that was done. It had to be a play. Yeah, it was a play. A that dude was done. standing on a corner. And in New York, that was a, what was it called again? The Contrast. Let me see. Let me Google it. Interesting. Let's turn this the work up. of art is you. The work of art is you. VO5 hot oil treatment. One minute, one... The Contrast, written in 1787 by Royal Tyler, is an American play in the tradition of the English restoration comedies of the 17th century. It takes a cue from Sheridan's school for scandal. The British comedy of manners that have... What the fuck? British people are... Just get to it. Written by an American citizen that was professionally produced. The play begins with a prologue written in heroic couplets. The play itself, a comedy of manners, evaluates homemade versus foreign goods and ideas. Its leading character, Jonathan, introduces the theater to Yankee stock character with his rough-hewn and plain-spoken manners. Yeah, the American person, the American, you know, businessman. They probably say Jap in it a lot. I don't know if they even knew what a, what a Jap was yet. <laughs> that might not even happen. It was good white on white racism back then, you know. Pernell Roberts, he was a dramatic actor. He played on a on Trapper day, John. You should know that heart specialists recommend safety coded Ecadrin ten to one over Bayer. I, I like him. He, you know, he plays a doctor on television. So take this medicine. You know, I need can, money. You know, I'll trust him. You know, I guess I'll take that because you know he seems like a trusted voice. 1894, first public showing of Thomas Edison's kinescope, a moving picture. Is shown. Wow. 
1956, we make a large jump here. <clears throat> Ampex Corp Corporation demonstrates the first commercial videotape recorder. Wow. It's probably the size of this fucking room. I was going to say, man, it was a big machine. I'm sure it was like a reel-to-reel -reel type thing. You want to go see what it looks like? Uh, yeah, I'm sure that there's probably a Jacob's ladder behind it when it <laughs> operates. John Lithgow comes out yeah, of it. Oh, yeah, it was like, holy shit, this is some... Let me see. Ampex Corp. That, that was the big joke when I, when I was a kid, like in the, a teenager in the 80s. You made fun of like Soviet bloc country, like, you know, vacuum cleaners or television sets because they were just so bulky and shitty and looked bad. Because like, you know, American and Japanese television sets were really Japanese. There it is. We're cutting edge. God, look at that thing. It, it's like a stand. It goes up to your waist. It looks like a printer for at a school, like when you go into the printing room I, I, and you had to print out papers. I, I think it's like it was on the set of Star Trek when they, had, they did their It looks pilots, like the organ know? at a ballpark. I know. <laughs> well, I love it. I love it when they do science fiction shows back then. I'm sure there are people who like pick things out like that. Hey, it kind of looks that way, doesn't it? Oh, did you know this was recorded in stereo? I command you to be gone! And when the ghost is your dearly departed Uncle Lewis... Th this I was like all Halloween ads, because Fright Night was a Halloween... It was like, this oh, is this October. is probably in October? Yeah, I mean, the yeah. fucking ice capades are coming to town. It's yeah, because it's going to start getting cold in Green Bay? Yeah. But it's a, a positive thing. The, Milwa the Milwaukee Bucks have been eliminated from the playoffs. Come see the ice capades. Listen, I went to the circus when I was a little kid. <clears throat> I pride myself on never, go never going to ice capades. Uh, you know, you know. I listen. I I liked girls. You know what I mean? Like I, they weren't going to bring me to ice capades. You don't think girls like ice capades? You know, no, girls you love ice capades. <clears throat> young boy, little boys don't like ice capades. It's uh, it's uh, you know, because you know. Well, long, young boys can like anything they want now, girl. <laughs> Well, yeah, they can, and I'm that's kidding. fine. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, know? I'm kidding. 1961, first live broadcast from the Soviet Union. That's that's how crazy Russia is. 1961, before anything moved on a television screen out yeah, there. Yeah. 1967, what? the Joey Bishop show debuted on ABC. See, by the time Russia actually got moving television, we were already fucking churning out has-beens. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, well yeah. Well, Joey Bishop was part of the... Uh, he was one of the Joeys. They it, were all Joey Bishop, Joey McLean, <laughs> Joey fucking uh, Joey O'Reilly. He was part of the Rat Pack. He was part of the, uh, the Rat Pack. He, he, uh, was, he was the comedic <clears throat> relief guy. 1978, NBC's premiere of miniseries Holocaust. Uh, I remember seeing that and watching that because I was so influenced by Roots. Roots was such a big deal. That they made Holocaust, they had like a Roots 2, they, uh, they had a Shogun, that whole era. Let's just fucking very, make trauma, you know, people's trauma, baby. Let's yeah, fucking get into this. I watched the Holocaust. We had, you know, uh, uh, Meryl Streep was in that. James Woods was in that. They had a, a young, young Gutenberg. Gregory Peck. Gregory Peck was in it. I young mean, it was Goots. like uh, the winds of war. I mean, they had actors. These were like respected episodic shows of TV at that time. So I speak in pride. When I, I bet I you they the showed roots. it in two parts. Probably not too. It was like it was like an entire oh, mini series. Yeah. yeah, it was like seven or eight days. Like Roots, man, you were watching and that up two Tuesday. hours a pop. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it, it, you were investing. Roots drew. If you look at the TV ratings and TV giving history, a lot of actors the opportunity to lose a bunch of weight. Everyone, everyone in Roots made. I mean, everyone acted in Roots. They literally had like forty. Was it John Amos in Roots? He was fucking Kunta Kinte, the mature Kunta Kinte, Lavar Burton. You also had uh, you know. Uh, uh, Leslie Uggams, not you know, the Kunta when he was wet behind the ears, you know. And then <laughs> and they <no>. also <laughs> O.J. Simpson was in that. Every black actor at that era was Cicely Tyson was in it. Moses Gunn was in it. it Ooh, what every a name. black era. Nineteen eighty-two, three CBS employees shot to death in a New York City parking lot. Nineteen eighty-seven. What, 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 what year was that? 
1978 or no 1982 Ooh. you know what that was 82 uh uh th- there was some bad blood going on between the cops on that one that was the you cops fucking talking shit about us well, and, you uh, fucking, and, i don't even like how you portraying a garbage strike you know listen how, yeah, yeah that's actually cops taking someone down you know which uh that happens my friend yeah that happens you know that happens that happens i took away the horror story that happens that does happen let me get okay. back here uh 1987 cbs premiere of fact-based world war ii drama escape from sobibor oh i remember that I didn't watch it. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah. 1987, NBC aired the final episode of Remington Steel. Oh, yeah. That was, that, that was what's his face, man? That was uh, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan's show. Oh, that man. was the commercial, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but that was a commercial. It's a national. He so was did he get Steel before? So he got Remington Steel off the Pepsi commercial, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah, commercial. yeah. Exactly. Or so, Yeah, it was really. Or he was make, doing national 1990 in Living Color premieres, and Crocious was inspired to do comedy. I, you know, you know, I, I gotta be honest with you. A, I liked in Living Color, but it still was. I was still an SNL person more so. Nineteen ninety, you know? final episode of Pat Sajak's late night TV show on yeah, CBS. That was a bomb. Nineteen ninety one, the twenty fifth hundred episode of Entertainment Tonight airs. Wow, Lisa Gibbons probably had a hard mullet there, what, what, boy. What, what year? Nineteen ninety one. Yeah. I remember like the fucking a thousandth episode of the Jay Leno Tonight Show, and I remember being like, whoa yeah but then my dad was like no it's on every day yeah like it's not yeah. he, he's he's been hosting the show for eight years <laughs> uh 1991 former child actor adam rich eight is enough charged with burglary what what year 1991 wow he was wow he was like probably he's probably a little bit older than me probably maybe a year or two older than me. he's probably in his early i love 20s. that links people always make when they're close in age because it gives you that panic of like that could be me wait, wait, just how old uh, i could uh, get famous and then end up burglarizing a home no a but, home. Just, but just him like not dealing with a childhood stardom you know what i mean like just uh, ugh. now we wouldn't want to wake your mother would we charlie <laughs> then i'd have to kill her too oh uh-huh. Chris, it's Chris Sarandon. There's like a homosexual undertone in this. I remember being like, "Whoa!" That's or that weird. he just wants to fuck everything. Well, yeah, I mean, this—he's like a manservant. That's sort of kind of his partner, if you will. And they kill people. I so, will. You know, it, it is. I mean, it was not open, man. Things were not. I remember there was like an AIDS drama back then. That what, what was? What, who was the uh, the actor that was in a? Uh, Aiden Quinn. Aiden Quinn was in an AIDS drama, and that was like, whoa, man, in 84, you're talking about I always AIDS? get him mixed up with, even though it's not the same, with Dr. Quinn medicine. <laughs> I Jane, just think of with, that with Jane first. Seymour? Yeah. <laughs> that show was, I remember the last season of that show, it was covered on like Entertainment Tonight. Do you mean, you mean, when you're saying, you mean uh, Jonathan Quinn medicine woman? Yeah. <laughs> The quarterback of the Bears. Yeah, the Bears. That's the Sun Times. Really? We have Jonathan Quinn, medicine woman, as a quarterback. That's pretty fucking that's great. It's such a like Chicago. Like just, hey, he throws like a girl. You know, look at him out there. 1992, Jay so Leno's tasteless. final appearance as permanent guest host of The Tonight Show. So 92, he fucking got the show. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, no, it was 94 when he got the show. Okay. Oh, no, 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 no. 92. No, he was retired 92. in 92. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. No, you're right. Which is that. That's, I thought it was Letterman. At the, which that should be an illustration of how many shows they do. Because I remember his 1000th show. 
and I was young. So the 1000th show had to have been in like 96. Yeah. But 96 we, or 97. Because you do 300. And, he does 300 shows a year. Do you know who the musical guest was on the first Leno one? You know who it was? What? Jesus Jones. That's great. <laughs> oh, I wish we could play that. <laughs> 2002. I remember this being a big deal. I remember this being a weirdly big show. It was announced that the final episode of Fox's Ally McBeal would air on May 20th because one of the dudes hung himself. Uh, 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 what Allie McBeal, yeah, uh, 2002. So one of the cast members hung himself? Yeah. Fucking what? inaccessed himself. What, 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 oh, 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 was he uh, autoerotic asphyxiation? No, but I think he hung himself from a rafter. Maybe. Because I remember when he died, my stepdad was like, he died just like Hutchinson. I, 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 we got to look that up, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Because that, that's actually, I, I've never heard this story before. Because that show was a relatively popular show. He's all vamped up. Yep. That, that show was a relatively... Uh, you know, yeah, it was a you know relatively hip show. You know. All right, let me pull up the TV. You know, I mean, I'm not saying I liked it, but it was popular. You know, Ally McBeal was definitely like young woman, kind of my age, a little older in her mid, you know, 33, 34, working her way through the world. You know, figuring it out. You know. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh. I will be curious to see how that uh, how that cat and like the reasons why I mean like why he killed himself, you know, you know, yeah. But we you know, fright night. I, I was I remember this being advertised on the radio and being like, well, summer of '85, summer of '85. <laughs> By the way, I, this is is this preparation Am for I a show wrong? or me being on the streets? I just want to know, Keith. Uh, this. What I'm doing right? Am I babbling? Is it uh, what? No, 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 no. You're fine. <laughs> I'm trying to find the cast of this because good. I might be wrong here. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. I might be wrong here. Allie McBeal. I, I didn't know. Me. Yeah, but maybe he. John Gage, Mark Albert. Let's see. What, what if you put in like Allie McBeal suicide? No, it's suicide. Cast I'm just number. looking up the cast and I'm looking for a was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That cat, Allie McBeal. You know, I'm doing my show, man. I'm a hot actor. Is, working is, my way up, man. Is, <laughs> is. I'm going to look up. Oh, there's some rats right now. Yeah, because he, he and his buddies eventually get it together. They got to kill the vampires. But then the, their one buddy with the spiked out hair, he becomes a vampire because he's sick of getting made fun of in school. I like I Fright lost, Night. I don't think I can find it here. It's okay, man. No problem. Uh, okay, so what else happened in TV news? Then? That's okay, man. It's all good. We can, you know. I mean, that's it. We're kind of just free rolling here. So, now. so then after 02, though, after 02. That's it? Okay. Wow. So This is a dark fucking movie. And oh, I don't yeah. mean like tone-wise. I mean like yeah. it's not lit well. Yep. They you made that choice, Charlie. obviously. And I'm going to finish it. This movie was relatively popular. Is he going to lick his tongue through the phone like Freddy Krueger? <laughs> <laughs> I remember that being a, that was a cutting edge special effects movie. When, when, when that the movie came on, I was like, it's kind of imaginative. When he makes his arms real big and stretches it across yeah, the alley. Yeah, yeah, Was it funny to you as young or younger or were you afraid of Frederick no, Krueger? No, I was at an age where horror movies didn't scare me quite as much. But my era for horror movies was like 11 to 14. By the time I got to 15... Uh, I wasn't as freaked out by them, you know. Um, Darren Bodecker to this day cannot watch horror movies. He can't watch them. 
He gets fey. He, he gets scared when he watches a horror. And I'm like, I, I just, I don't get it. It's just like, I, I, it's not, like I remember I used to, I used to genuinely get, and I, I kind of like that thrill. Like to me, again, the era of horror movie that, that, that scared me was Friday, early Friday the 13th. Uh, the Shining, of course, was in that. You got your Halloween. Uh, you got your, you know, your 70s horror, Carrie. Watch me do it. See, they incorporate him. He goes after him to kill the to kill the vampire. He thinks the guy on TV, Roddy McDowell, is actually Please, a, Vincent, yeah. Very, so he convinces him to to become a vampire killer like him, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln vampire killer. They, 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 he convinces him. He does. About believing in vampires. Listen, you're a stalker. Go what away. About it? Oh, absolutely. Unfortunately, none of your generation seems to be. You see, he, he plays the age card, you. and then he gets exposed as like a, an old fraud. Oh yeah, because the young guys, man, they're figuring it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you serve a purpose. Yeah. Excuse me. I believe in vampires. got so many bags over his shoulder That's nice. yeah yeah what's is he just he's going on vacation well, after the show is he was this a big playing, a big movie uh th this it wasn't a huge it was a summer of 85 Let's so look at the stats you know what the here. big movie summer of 85 was back to the future back to the future dominated you know it wasn't as big as goonies either but you know some it did a pretty good box office if i'm not mistaken it made like triple its money i'm gonna guess it cost like Got a ninety-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. People like this. Flick. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's you know it's it's of horror movies of that era. It's got you know it's okay. Uh, I would say it cost five million bucks, and it made fifteen. No, no, three point. It cost the budget was seven to nine point two five million, and it made twenty-four point nine million dollars. Okay, so so I mean it made almost triple its money. So so it got decent. I mean it had a franchise. The the, the sequels did nothing. But uh, this was a relatively popular movie. William Ragsdale, <clears throat> Amanda Bierce, Jonathan Stark. Uh, let's look at some, get some other fact tidbits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder where it was filmed. I mean, it's kind of like what they, they filmed um, it in the desert, and, you know. Columbia's lowest budgeted film. It doesn't really say where. Huh. <clears throat> Went off without a hitch. Probably just an illé. Who was the director on this? Tom Holland. Oh, oh, oh! Uh, click on his filmography. I think he's a he's a quasi name, isn't he? I could be totally wrong. What if it's the father of the dude who plays Spider Man? Uh, he directed the first entry in the Child's Play. Oh, he, he did Child's Play. Okay. Uh, he penned the '83 sequel to Psycho. Oh yeah, Psycho too. Yep, yep, absolutely. That was uh, a he directed the Langoliers and Thinner. Thinner was a Stephen King movie. Stephen King book made a movie. Your kids so he, made, he had a little horror genre for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get your foot in the door in Hollywood through the horror genre is great. Such a, I don't know. I, I respect it in some way, you know. He and he's got a horror company called Dead Rabbit Films. Let's see what he's done. Oh, oh Dead Rabbit. Was he on Fatal Attraction? Yeah, no. You know what I mean? Like maybe he's like, hey, that's my no, that's no, my no, true no, no. dramatic moment. So therefore, I'm. It's probably naming named my after. It's probably company. named after that, like the scary moment. You know, it's got a movie called Fatal Beauty. Oh yeah, starring Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. It's about cocaine. Yeah, yeah. I think he. I mean, so he. So check this out. Yeah. I remember Fatal Beauty. <laughs> so this will be a deep cut. Oh, I I'm so, I've been wanting to know that I I was thinking about this movie the other day. Wow. So, 
It's number one. And all Selsun Blue formulas. Still Selsun Blue, still around good stuff. Yeah. So I remember there was an there was an airing of Leprechaun on TV, the yep. first Leprechaun movie yep. with Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston, Aniston. And I wanted to tape it. And I was a psycho as a kid. Like if something was on at eight, I would leave that t- that channel on all day and sit and watch all day because I just didn't. I wanted you to start it at you the didn't beginning. Wanna, yeah, miss it. Yeah. And I also just wouldn't like. All I would know is like they said, Leprechaun's going to be on tonight, but I wouldn't check the TV guide. I would just turn on TBS <laughs> and wait. So I remember wow. putting in this wow. tape. I don't know how to read into that. I, have I no remember opinion. putting. I, have no I remember putting in this VHS. I remember putting in this VHS and around. five o'clock just being like okay i'm gonna hit record and then the Whoopi gold that movie was on fatal fucking beauty man and i remember being like well i'll it's like an eight hour tape so i'll just keep it in and i'll like go outside and do stuff while this is on wow and i remember keeping coming back inside and out and being pissed that like this movie's still not fucking over and then i remember finally at like eight o'clock leprechaun came on Wow. And I recorded it. But wow. that's how, that's my basis of fatal beauty. Man. And I remember a scene where Whoopi Goldberg's talking on the phone to somebody and she goes, it, she says some police code. It was a so-so. It's a fatal beauty. <laughs> like that's like a, that, that's a yeah, that's it's the like line a, of the movie. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a cocaine transaction or something <laughs> like that. God. God. You know, hey, Goldberg had a streak there, man. In the late 80s, early 90s. I mean, it was Goldberg and Eddie Murphy, and that was it, man. That was it. I mean, Denzel wasn't even a thing yet. You know, he was on TV. He was on San Elsewhere. You know, it's like there was a time when they were – I mean, there wasn't like a – Sidney Poitier. I mean, what's his face tried to – the guy who played Action Jackson. Carl Weathers tried to have a little thing, but that didn't really work. I believe it. Vampires. Pretty scary, huh? Zombies. A pumpkin princess and other scary things. Did you ever want to see a pumpkin princess as a kid? Do, do, do these guys... These guys are all... This is why Trump won. I mean, this, this is, is what, like a theme park or something. Yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of treats waiting for you here. That's like a Halloween special. It was a... Uh, Octopus Car Wash. You know who owned? You know, you know was a? Who was owned, it a former Packer? No, 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 no. The, the, there was a comic. There was a comic in the scene whose father ran Octopus Car Wash. What the hell was his name again? Charlie Haas. He, he came. He came from a little bit of cash. Uh, God, what the Ray fuck Hollis? was his name again? No, I can't think of his name. Two nineteen a car wash. Yeah. Three bucks. Basically. Did you ever work at an octopus car wash? No, no. God, what was his name again? You would know him. He's hosted before. He's hosted the, the like Laugh Factory. This is stuff. Appleton, by the way. Pat fucking uh, Tomasulo. No, Adam no, Burke. No, it's not him either. My dad owned Octopus Car Wash. No, no, it, it, it's he's kind of a you kind of a like. decent looking guy. So tries to you know portray Jonah, himself as that way. Jonah, yes, Jonah Jerkins. Yes, yes. His dad owned his Octopus, Octopus Car, Car Wash. Let's and, and, see if we can find Jonah in the commercial. Well, his. Uh, well, I think also, I think his father died of a drug overdose. His dad was a big junkie, I guess. In a car in the car wash? No, 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 no. He owned them. He was the owner of them, and he. The Happy birthday, Jonah! She's celebrating its twentieth birthday this Saturday and Sunday. And if our owner was sober, he'd be here to celebrate it. I, I'm I, sorry. I, 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 I know it's bad gossip. October thirty-first, Octopus will roll back. The what a name for a car wash! Yeah, because it was like it could just do everything, you know. Octopus car wash. That that, that, that was the reason why it, it hooked. Uh, there was an octopus. Was car wash in Madison, like a famous one in Madison. I think there was like six across Wisconsin. I took it in the octopus. What is there like garlic everywhere and shit? Wow. 
it's so funny when you look at this compared to like Twilight. What's all this for? <laughs> Which is so like just slickly done. I mean, it's just. It'll be dead before nightfall. How come all these candles are like half burned? How long have you been doing this? <laughs> I've literally been here for door. six hours <laughs> doing this. How'd you light them all? Yeah. <laughs> it took a while. Well, I lit 30 and then 20 Use of them. them blew out. And then, so I've just basically been lighting them all day. Oh, yeah. One the by smell one. smell of sulfur. What was going on? Right? Shut the door. You're going to put a draft in here. <laughs> I just got all these candles lit. It's literally like 175 Me? candles. What are we going to do? You guys, stop talking so aggressively. Your breath is blowing the candles. <laughs> this guy turns into this morning, a vampire. Yeah. I remember watching this I when I was in college. Choice. When did Once Bitten come out? Uh, with uh, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. I think that was 1984, 85. I don't even remember it. Or it, it, it was it was in the in the movies for like a hot minute, like literally a week or two, and that was it. I, I really have no memory of it. I, I didn't know of Jim Carrey until he started doing uh, you know, the, the comedy show. I really James didn't know Carrey. Him. You know, I, I didn't really. And I I was not a particularly big fan of his right away, but he has grown on me. I think he's pretty yes, damn you. good. Well, he's all weird now. He got a big old beard. Well, yeah, I and mean, now he's just old. Probably doesn't believe money, in math and shit. You know, I mean, it's just, he's just... I don't think there's anything in school that can't be taught on the stump of a tree by a, <laughs> by a witch doctor. Yeah, he had, didn't he have a girlfriend that committed suicide? Uh, <clears throat> back before, yeah, back in the day. And then he also was married to Jenny McCarthy, who was like a famous anti-vaxxer now. Yeah, yeah. So I think he got, he got fucking spun up by her a lot. I know Lauren Holly, I think that he was, was, was with her for yep. a while, too. Dumb and Dumber. You know, Amy, that's what they wore shirts that would say dumb and dumber and they would point at each other. That was their couple thing. That was just, <laughs> Come on. That's a, I mean, no wonder it didn't last. Although I bet you it was a good relationship. So he's got this fucking <laughs> sexy vampire that lives across the street from him who's threatening his mother and also his butthole. Yeah. And it's, it's, yeah. And so he has to get this guy. He wants this guy to get involved, but he's actually a fraud. Yes. So he has Mr. to take Benson. it. Yeah. Could we talk to that you is from? 100% Marcy from fucking, is that her? from uh, Married with Children. Certified girl kisser. It's very important. Yeah. Certified girl kisser. She, she, she was, what, she was did, open did, did, in the 90s on yeah. Married with Children. She was like, I am gay. You know, and it was, that was like not, that wasn't uh, talked about a lot then. What can I do for you? Because she was, I mean, Married with Children was a run, man. I mean, that, that was like, I mean, that made her nut, you know? Well, that was the show, the show that made Fox. Yeah, yeah that, that and The Simpsons. Yeah, that and The Simpsons you yeah. know, were definitely... <clears throat> Oh man, it looks like what, it looks like he got undressed when they came in. <laughs> I have my smoking jacket. You see, I am a. Oh, yes. a he's got a tie. What is he? Fucking Hugh Hefner? He's would got you a guys tie like? On would you all guys like one third pulled glasses of brandy? So is he supposed to be like? Is he making a choice like he's a Bella Lugosi type figure? I don't yeah, I think he's know. getting in character. Like you know? he was just like doing his taxes, and they knock, so he's turning into like vampire hunter. Yes. You know, not. he is insane. He comes out of the kitchen. He's Sven Gulli. <laughs> I mean, look at them. His hair was yeah. not that color. She's I mean, the they put a the lot green. of powder in it. Amy, Amy, we need your help to stop I like this girls, looks don't like you understand? A, <clears throat> this looks like a training video on what to do when you get bad ecstasy. Like, that's the quality of filming. <laughs> Ooh, man. Ooh, sad. You know, I, I got some bad, I got a bad ecstasy trip, man. Ooh. So how are you feeling? We're getting to the end. Are you, yeah, you I'm still running a little bit of steam, but it, it, it's been a fun show. I've enjoyed it. I'm kind of uh, 
kind of winding down though, man. I think well, the, that's the, time. The that's THC when that is, is when you play this music. You hear that, people? Watching some Fright Night. I know it was interesting, wasn't it? <laughs> so loaded. <laughs> so yeah, follow us. Follow the show. Uh, he's Adam Crocious. Yeah, not uh, on social media. Yeah, yeah. Insecure comic. You got to watch my Twitter. Yeah, I have uh, a couple good tweets. I had a good one today. I thought, you know, I had a decent enough tweet. Uh, I was talking about the Holy Diver album cover. <laughs> Dude, Holy Diver rules. <laughs> that, that album cover. Is, is actually a pretty good album. that minotaur dude is throwing a priest in like the river sticks it must have been such a fantasy for like kids who were sexually abused by just hate i remember that that element of like people being anti-religious like 12 13 14 year old boys being very anti-religious and it was it manifested itself through iron maiden and dio you know <laughs> dio rules though oh, oh hey listen iron maiden's great uh, Iron Maiden is great. I uh, never got into the like. Dio was the highest pitch I I could take it. Uh, <clears throat> if you listen to Dickinson's voice on a couple songs, it's pretty amazing. I've imagined Maya Carey. I, 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 was I was like just like walking around my apartment, like doing like <laughs> trying to hit the high notes. No, but just like as if I was singing it. <laughs> anyway, how's that for a goofy reveal? So world? yeah. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. Yep. Insecure Comic on Twitter. Yep. I am Keith Pazel on social media. Here we are. Thank you for listening. KeithPazel.com. Pay-per-view donation button. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Thank you so much.